sleep. Is that all we've got? Asleep in heaven. Two thousand years oh, ago, goodness. Jesus walked. This fella's probably not with us anymore. He was such a nice person. We still celebrate his birth. Yes. More of that to come later. Uh, line three, what do you want? What do I want? You're I on the air. Argument with you. Go on, then. I'm not on the air. Yeah, you are. Exactly. First argument, and he lost it straight away. <laughs> you can do better than that, London, can't you? OK, it's going to be one of them shows today, because we've got lots of stuff that needs to be talked about. Oh, hang on a second. Line two, what do you want? Braddy. Oh, Braddy. Braddy sounding in good form. Yes. OK, 0870-9090-973 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. I feel... It smells. It smells? I feel full of the... Hang on a second. Yes, line three, what do you want? Hi, yes, you wanted to talk about betting? That what? You, you mentioned earlier about betting. Can you cancel a bet and so forth? Oh, well, OK, well, uh, what I have to do is... I, I, I only put... Well, I mean, from my experience of online betting, once right. you have clicked and committed, that it is, it's legally binding and you can't have your money back. And that same thing applies to a, a, a bet involving money with a, a colleague. For example, I don't know, a young producer. Absolutely. Um, this goes back to the ancient tradition of a gentleman's honour and their word. And if they do yes. welch on the bet, yes. then instantly it's pistols at dawn. What, it's pistols at dawn. Why yeah. is it called welching on a bet? Um, oh, no, I'd have to jump onto Google and check that out for you. OK, yeah. speak to you in a minute then when you've got the answer. Line 7, you're on the wireless. Right. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm just ring out and say, what, what do you do when you ring up? What do you mean? Well, what, what, what's the point in ringing up? Well, you, what, to come on the radio and talk? I know that, but, like, you know, there seems to be no, uh, you know, subject matter. Well, there isn't at the moment. I, I keep trying to set up the subject matter. Oh, and... OK, all right, right, OK, all right. Take the chill pill. I'll, I'll leave you to pick up the subject and I'll give you a call back. All right, thank you. All right. What a weird... I've, I've not given out the subject matter yet, and all these... Bo- yes, line three, what do you want? Uh, I wanted to, uh, talk about three things, actually. Oh. OK, go on. Uh, the first one was, um, is your brown suit still for sale? Uh, no, I'm going to wear it over Christmas. I've bought some brown shoes. Oh, all right then. The next thing was, I was driving to work at four o'clock this morning, and you were on the radio. It was all a bit surreal. Why were you on the radio at four o'clock this morning? What, we're doing what? Well, talking, like doing a show. Oh, they sometimes play the best of, um, people uh, at that time, because the nighttime, the nighttime presenters are lightweight, who cannot handle doing a full four or five hours on their own. Oh, okay. The third one was, um, you quite like gadgets, don't you? I love gadgets, yes. Well, I'm having uh, HD installed today. I'll be ready when I get home. Dirty. You know, sorry? Dirty man. Really? I'm jealous of you. Oh, oh, you ha- oh, I just wondered, as you were a bit of a gadget man, whether or not you'd seen it. Is it any good? Is it worth me going home today? Would I be excited? I've seen it. Have you got an Xbox 360? Uh, no, I'm a bit too old for them. Which, how old are you? Forty. Oh, what? You're, this is just the right time. You've got disposable income, you've got time on your hands, the kids are grown up. No, no, they're not, unfortunately. Oh, late starter. Okay. Uh, it's all right. It, it, it's all right. It's not as... It, it, how big... Is it a big TV? Uh, 37. Oh, so not that big, then. It's all right. Mm. It's not as good as you, th- you think it's going to be, but it's good. Depends on your perception of size, really, doesn't it, Ian? Uh, no, it doesn't. 42 inches is, is about the smallest you want to get. Let me take one more of these, then we'll set the show up properly. Line 8, you're on the wireless. Ah! <laughs> 
Okay. Right. So, uh, we're talking about bets and things. I'll I tell you what, I've received a letter. Okay. Now, the letter is. Oh, well, I'll read the letter in a minute. The letter is almost irrelevant now. Because I had a bet with my producer, Adrian Crisp. I said, right, do you know what, Chris? I can, I can make the first hour of this show all about the letter. I can sustain talking about this letter and its offshooting topics for an hour. It will not seem clumsy. It will not seem fat. It will not seem boring. It will not seem slow. It will not seem sleepy. It will seem like entertaining radio. So... Chris and I had a bet of five pounds that I, he bet I couldn't sustain an hour's worth of radio talking about this letter. Okay. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. by the way, if you want to join in on this. We bet five pounds. We went downstairs to have lunch. I had, uh, some shepherd's pie and some mango chutney. Uh, and I was having a nice, um, piece of Chicago's pie. Um, Chicago, uh, there was, uh, Chicago's box was there and, uh, there was some, uh, nice pie in there and I had some and it was lovely. Thank you for that. Not pie, it was cake. Chocolate cake. And then Chris, uh, I said, don't forget, you owe me £55. £50 that you owe me already, which you still owe me, and that better not be my Christmas present, and the £5 for the, the winning the bet. He said, oh, no, 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 I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to bet the £5 anymore. I said, well, y you have to, because we've shook on it, we've agreed on it. He said, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out of the bet. I said, well, you can't do that. He said, oh, no, the way you pull out of a bet is if you both shake hands on it. So it's, it's like an anti-bet. Suddenly the bet becomes negated by shaking hands on it again. Well, now, it, it, I need some hardened gamblers to call in. That's, of course, nonsense, isn't it? 0870 Can you go back on a bet by shaking hands? I don't think you can, and I wouldn't want to. The only reason someone would go back on a bet is because they think they're going to lose. I know I'm going to win this bet, and I'm going to make the whole first hour about this letter I have in front of me. Anthony, do you think I can do it? Easy. Easy. You don't remember Big Daddy, do you? No. Big Daddy was a big, fat man who used to go wrestling. Big, fat man. His catchphrase was, Easy! 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 That's it. Yeah. Things are rubbish in the old you days. You should win. I, well, I'm going to win the five pounds. I'm going to humiliate Chris on the. I've not read the Daily Star yet, and um, Ashley is on the front cover, so I need to fold that up because that's that's off. Putting. I lost a bet on the king. Uh, you you do what? I lost a bet as well. You lost a bet. What bet did you lose, my friend? Um, on, I don't like it, but I lost on football. Oh dear. Tottenham City Arsenal. Oh, I've not got a clue what you're talking about. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't follow football, I don't understand football, and I don't see why people get excited by football, yet, and here's the rub, Anthony, I like playing computer game football. Yeah, more, um, more fun. It's more fun than real football. Um, what's your best computer game, football what? game? What? FIFA. I'm a FIFA man. Oh, so, cool. Uh, so, how much did you bet, Anthony? Five pounds. Five pounds. And lost it. I, I bet, because we thought we'd beat a big team, but we actually didn't beat them. No, well, there, yeah, that's the, uh... So, if I've had a pocket tomorrow... Anthony, can you stay there a second? I certainly can, yeah. Lindy, what can I do for you? I was just wondering about this bet thing. What, what do you have to do to make a bet sort of standing and legal and binding? Well, you just have to shake hands on it. You don't... You know what? You, you don't... If you're friends, if you're good people, if you're both honest and true people... Yeah. Uh, ...and you say you're having a bet for a fiver... <laughs> Are you right, Anthony? Yeah, I'm fine. Do you want to get some water or something? Yeah, I will. Go, you go and get some water. We'll, right. we'll, we'll, we'll be here. If you're honest and tr true people, uh, for example, Vickers, 
Uh, and you say, right, I bet you, oh, look at that! Look at that! Look at that on the screen! Look at that! What is that? What is it? What is that? What is that? An elbow. That ain't no elbow. Oh, that's her, is it? Um, I just saw some horrible fleshy wound. Oh, heroin. Right, if you're good on honest people, I'll get this sentence out in the end, and you say, I bet you five pounds, you don't necessarily need to shake on it, but if it went to court, uh, it, it could fall apart. If you shake on it, it's a legally binding bet. So did you shake? We shook. Okay. So it's a bet. He owes me a fiver. Does that mean you're not a good person then, Ian? No, I'm, I'm a good person. I'm a good person, but... Well, why haven't you given me the fiver you owe me then? What fiver do I owe you? you s- we bet. But Chris wouldn't come in and he came in. He didn't come in on that day. There was someone else. <laughs> he did. Oh, well, I seem to have lost her there. On there. And Chris, you, 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 you know, you could win this bet. You could win this fiver. Maybe I will. You won't. Maybe I will. Uh, you won't. Uh, what? You won't. Anthony, you back? Yeah, I'm back. Good lad. How's, how are you doing? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. here we go. Let's let's set up our stall then. 0870 the phone number to call in uh, to talk about uh, betting. Can you get out of a bet? Just by saying, actually, I don't want to do it now. Have you ever uh, been uh, uh, welched on a bet? Did it end in a kicking? Which I believe is the traditional uh, way. And also, I will be... Uh, and all, The genius is, I'm talking about the letter. Now, even though I'm talking about bets, this is all started because of this letter I received. Anthony, we've got 15 seconds before I have to cut you off. What can I do for you? I tell you what we're doing. Um, hope, hope you have a nice weekend and Thank all you. that. And um, um, I shall be calling you tomorrow. It's only Tuesday, Anthony. Pardon? It's only Tuesday. I know, but there you go. Lovely. Anthony, thank you yeah, very much for uh, that. Uh, if you want to take part, 0870 I will read the letter after this. The latest, LBC 97.3 Travel News. Here's Amanda Redmond. Well, if you're coming into town on the M... Good afternoon. So, today's show is fueled <clears throat> by perhaps not the, the, perhaps not the best way to fuel the show, but it, the first hour is being sponsored by a bet. A bet that I made with my producer, Adrian Crisp. I was sent a letter, and I will read this letter out. It is the weirdest letter. And I, I will be reading this letter out, and I'll be asking you to help me translate it and decipher the uh, rant that is enclosed in this letter. Uh, but I received this letter, and I said to Chris, do you know what? I bet you're fiver. I can make the first hour of the show be all about this letter and sustain it. Uh, and it will be entertaining. It won't be lazy. It won't be flaccid. It will be good radio. Chris said, yeah, OK, I'll take them the bet. Then he went back on it. He said, actually, I, wanna, I, I, don't want, I don't want to be part of this bet. You can't do that, can you? First of all, you cannot do that. You can't back away from bet. That's bad. That's cowardly. That's, uh, not the done thing. Uh, he says, you can do it by if you both shake hands and agree. Well, you can't do it. Once the bet is made, the bet is made. And also, he's made it doubly easy, so got the letter, because the bet is now related to the letter. So now I've got two things to talk about. Ipso facto, I'm gonna win a fiver in 42 minutes. James. Hello, James. Hello, yes. Don't, uh, hang up the phone just because you can't handle the argument, Mr. P. Sorry, Mr. Lee. But, um, I believe you've already... Uh, <clears throat> if you're gonna... He, he can call back in again if he wants. But if he calls in again, a bit of respect, all right? A little bit of respect. Let's, uh, let's just wait, see if he calls in, shall we? <clears throat> no. Uh, Daniel. Hello there, fella. You ain't diddling too well today, are ya? Excuse me? You ain't diddling too yeah. well Speak today. English, or you're going the way of the other monkey. Come on. Right, listen, listen. You had the bet, the first hour of the show, 15 minutes is gone. You ain't even read the letter out. I haven't read the letter out, but I'm talking about the letter. Yeah, but uh, what was the first call about, Mr Lee? I'm, I haven't read the letter out, but I'm talking about the letter. What was the first call about? James, you're back, are you? 
was a yeah, I'm back. That wasn't very nice, calling me a monkey. Well, d- there you go. You cheeky little monkey and you know it. I'm not. Well, you are, because you, you got my name wrong. But I'm just, I, I know I got your name wrong, but I didn't mean it, Mr. Lee. But what I was trying to say is, I thought you lost, I think you lost the bet. Yeah, I think so and all. Well, go on then, you two, you two cockney rebels, to, to talk it through with each other, go on. What was the first rebel? What about Mr. Lee? What are you? <laughs> Go on, you two, you two can't even have a conversation with each other because you're both so stupid, and you're trying- You're the stupid one. And you're trying, you are trying to beat me, the master, in an argument. I can, I can hear you, all my mates think that, you're, that I'm beating you, they think that I'm the winner. You th- 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 your mates think that, do they? Well, well, where are your mates? You've not even put forward your, your argument yet, James. Well, my argument was that, uh, you thought you could sustain a whole show for an hour about your letter. Yeah. You've been talking about something else, so I think Mr. Well, Crisp has won the final Okay, round. James, what have, what have I been talking about that's not connected to the letter? That's not connected well, to the letter? To, well, because you haven't read the letter, what I imagine you've been talking about that isn't connected to the letter is big... Was it that wrestler? Easy, easy. Yeah, no, that's in the letter. That's... You know, no, don't, don't say no, that. Don't say that. Don't no, say that. That's talking about betting. We were talking about betting then. Next point, James? Next point? Oh, Mr. P, goodbye. You've lost it! He's done it! He's yeah. gone! Ian. He hung up on himself there. Danny, yeah. your, your turn to pick up where James yeah. left off. Has the, has the letter got anything to do with betting? What's in the letter? No, not within the letter, but a bet right. is now so a bet. So within the letter, it's yep. got nothing to do about betting, so therefore you ain't actually talking about that letter. No, we're talking about a bet that is based around this letter. It might be based around a letter, but it's not in so the So it's letter. connected, it's, it's connected to the letter. I'm talking about the letter because the bet is it, it, c- connected in a way that cannot be denied with the letter. The first call had nothing to do with the letter, and right. the first call was in the first hour of the show. What was the first, what was the first call? What was the first call, Daniel? The first call was somebody gibbering on. Right, and what's wrong and with it, that? And it didn't mention nothing about the letter, fella. Nothing at all. Oh, and also, didn't know when you shook hands, yes. did you spit in each other's hands and then shake? No, we didn't, you perverts. What do you think this is, some kind of swingers gig? Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. We are talking about this letter that I haven't read yet. Doesn't mean we're not talking about it. Well, I will read it. I'll read it after the news at half past three. I'm so confident I can sustain the next eight minutes of radio talking about this letter without reading it out. I'm good. I'm on fire today. Not literally. That's, uh... Richard is in Ivor. Hello, Richard. Hello, Ian. It's nice in Ivor. Yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah, very nice. But then, being a, a native of Langley, you probably know the area quite well. Well, no, I'm a native of Slough and then, then later, later Farnham Common, but I'm aware of Langley. Ah. Well, that's probably the best way. Yes. Um, on the subject of betting, just to sort of help you sustain your hour... Thank you. Um, I always understood that betting was treated as a debt of honour and yep. not actually legally enforceable. Oh, really? Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. But so, if you were to were to welch on the bet, and we still don't know where the term welch comes from, but if you were to welch on the bet, uh, then you, you are you're what? You're breaking your honour. Yes, basically. And anyone who does it is 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 not the kind of person you want to know. Well, as I understand it, even if you go to a casino, if you were to get credit from them, yeah. gamble and lose, they can't take you to court. What their sanction is? Hang on a minute. Your membership. What kind of casino gives credit? Uh, my my one doesn't give credit. No, usually, um, you'll find someone perhaps who's a, a big player who regularly right. loses. Yes. 
uh, might be extended a line of credit. I see how that works. Uh, well, Richard. Do it yourself. No, thank you very much for that. Good lad. 0870-9090-973. Jason is in Hendon. Hello, Jason. Hello, Ian. Jason, what can I do for you? You know, Chris, he's not legally obliged to pay that debt. He's not legally obliged, no. Because he was born within the borders of Wales. Right, what? That's that? in a Welsher. He's a Welsher. It's only it's only a little bit racist, boys and girls. We can we can <laughs> we can get away with that. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> we don't know whether to, it's Welch, by the way, to Welch on a bet. If anyone knows where that comes from, uh, then oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine. It's an odd turn of phrase, and it's a phrase I kind of like, but I don't know where it comes from. How are you spelling that? Uh, I think I guess you spell it like like Bruce Welch from The Shadows. W e l c h. Maybe it comes after Bruce Welch. Maybe the guy from The Shadows was rubbish at paying, uh, off debts that he'd accrued in poker games with Hank Marvin. I don't know. I don't know. Duncan Bannatyne. Ah, uh, hello, Duncan Bannatyne. Yes, hello, Duncan Bannatyne. What can I do oh, for yeah. you? How are you? What? You're not talk. What's wrong, Duncan? I said, how are you? I, I'm fine. You've got a very thick accent. It's hard to uh, de- decipher it. Did you call me thick? I said your accent is very thick, very strong. Oh, so very thick, yes. Right. What, so can I, what can I do for you, Duncan Bannatyne? Oh, nothing, really. For 50,000, uh, I'm out. Oh, okay, right, blimey. This is really turning into a, a bit of a freak show today. By the way, I hope you're listening at home. You blog writers will be asking you again. Good blog we got yesterday. Very good blog. If you want to have a look at it, go to lbc.co.uk. Uh, and you can write a blog today. Don't forget to get them in before six o'clock. The best one goes on the LBC website. Mike is in Tottenham. Yo. Oh, God. Hello, Mike. Yeah. Yes, what do you want? You don't want me to forget what we want to say now, you know. OK, would you want to put the phone down? All right. <laughs> what is happening here? I'm going to have to do a sneeze. Kim! Hello. I want to help you along with this letter bit. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a few questions. OK, thank you. Is it from a man or a woman? I've got no, um... Is it signed? No, it's not signed. Oh. It's, I'm going to read the letter out. For, this is, this is uh, what they call in, in radio circles a tease. And I'm going to read the letter out after the news at half past three. Mm-hmm. It is... It is I'll, I'll describe it. It, it. It's come in an envelope. Now, the envelope has got writing on. Mm-hmm. Um, is it addressed to you or just to the radio? It's addressed station? to 97.319 AM FM. Mr Ian Lee stroke Clive B... Care of Team James O'Brien and Nick Farrelly, oh. uh, and uh, inside is it, it. That's the sensible bit. Inside it is the uh, oh, it's, it's by, by Latimer Tube Station. Talk, yeah. Uh, inside it is a letter written on the back of an envelope in the chi- in, in the, the handwriting of what I can only describe as an insane child. Mm. It's, it's terrifying. And it just makes no sense whatsoever. It's quite aggressive. I'm guessing they're not happy with something that's taken place. Oh, oh, hang on, there's a name, there's a name here. Linda. Ooh. So it's a woman. Mm. Okay, well. Is it written in blood? Is there any lipstick marks over it? No, it's written entirely in black, apart from the, uh, O on the W10 postcode, and the O is written in red writing. It's just very odd. And also, we don't get many letters nowadays. We used to get, uh, maybe a year ago, we used to get quite a few letters. And I do like getting letters. Don't bother sending Christmas cards. I ain't bothered about it. I, they won't go up. They'll just go in the bin. Uh, but I do like... Oh, yep. I do, what? 
sensible. Yeah, well, if people send me Christmas cards to work, it's very nice, but I don't know them. So, right. I'm not going to put them up at home, because people go, oh, you've got a load of... <laughs> you prefer to get nasty emails, don't I, you? I do. You to talk about. I do. Yeah. Uh, but we don't get many letters, so when I get a letter like this, I get very excited and kind of jump up and down with glee. But, right. um, so, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll read it out in a bit. Anything else, Kim, before we go? No, no, unless you want me to talk for another half an hour about this letter if and you, you go, if claim you, that five pound off of that man. If you can talk for another 30 seconds about the letter, that'll make me very comfortable. Away you go. Um, do you, is it a nice letter or is it evil? Hello? Put the phone down there. I don't know what happened there, because she heard that she was on the radio, and, uh, it blew her mind. Okay, we'll take a breather there. Ian at lbc.co.uk is the, uh, email, if you want to get in touch that way. Or, or I'd prefer if you give us a call. That's, that's the nicer way. 0870 I'll tell you I will give out the address. As well as reading this letter, I will give out the address after the news. So, it may encourage more letters like this. Do people still write letters, um, of complaint? It's an odd thing to do. It is generally emails now, or, or phone calls to Ofcom. It's, it's one of those two things. Uh, I will give out the address, the LBC address, after the news, if you do want to write. Because I do like getting your letters. Don't send cards, though, because it a, it's a pointless thing. I will not put them up. Uh, very kind, but I won't put them up. Uh, OK, I will read this letter after the latest LBC news. Uh, give us a call, 0870 Here's the latest LBC 97.3 news. Uh, 0870 The phone lines are all full, but we'll try and, uh, sort that out. OK, so we're talking about betting. Where does the term Welch come from? Uh, and I will read this letter shortly. The whole thing is, is based around this letter, which I'm going to get an hour of radio out of. I've, I've broken the backbone of it. It's all downhill from now. It doesn't really sound that good, does it? But, um, so I've got really bad indigestion. I may be sick on air. Do you remember there's, there was a tape going around of that newsreader puking doing a newscast? Do you want to get a bowl? Yeah, a, a what? A bowl. Yes, please. Tracy! Oh, hi! Just one second, hold on, hold on one second. I'm in the school playground. I was just ringing Oh, up hang on, to... Tracy, Tracy, Tracy! Yes. Hold, hold... There is no sound better than kids in a school playground. Hold your phone up so we can hear the noise. They're not very noisy. Well, keep, keep quiet. Let's have ten seconds of, of playground noise. Here we go. What a fantastic sound. Is that okay? That's brilliant. Thank you. I love that sound. <laughs> There's nothing... It's great walking past a school playground at lunchtime and hearing that noise because it's so reminiscent of everything and it's just tiny people having fun. Yeah. Okay. Right. Anyway, carry on. Anyway, I just wanted to ring up to confirm this betting thing. Yes. Um, there is no legal um, sort of thing about a bet. No. It is purely a gentleman's agreement. Okay. And even if you were to go into a large betting shop, yeah. you know, famous betting shop chain, yeah. they are not legally bound to pay you your winnings what? if you win. Really? It is purely a gentleman's agreement. How do you know this, Tracy? Because I worked for a, a major bookmaker's for quite oh, a long time. Oh, you're a bookie. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Did you ever try and withhold someone's winnings then? Um, only if there was something dodgy about it. You know, you like... thought that they had inside information. Because you get betting coups, you know, people go round and, like, back a horse in sort of 15 different shops, small amounts. But how would you, how would you get suspicious? Because we communicate amongst right. each other. So if you see very strange batting, uh, batting, betting. Batty boys. Um, you know, if you see 
strange betting betty um, boys are yes. around your area yes then you you're kind of onto something how do how do the 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 tips work on horses i don't understand how insider knowledge works because it's just a race isn't it it is but i mean it it's suggested that races are fixed I've heard this suggestion. I've heard this suggestion <laughs> that horse racing is corrupt. I'm not saying it is, but it's, it's quite possibly. Right. Okay. Listen, I'm going to have to go. Okay, Tracy. Thank you very much. <laughs> bye bye. She's a nice lady. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's fixed at all. I'm sure it isn't. But I have heard suggestions that horse racing is uh, maybe slightly dodgy bodsky. But I don't know how it could be. I know that the horses are weighted down, aren't they? To and the, to compensate for their age and the jockey's weight and all of that nonsense, but, um... Oh, wait, 7090909973. Oh, I've got to read this letter. I'll do it in a minute. Dave is in Kingston-upon-Thames. Oh, hello. Hi, Dave. Oh, you're right and wrong on one or two counts. One is, it is illegal to get credit in any casino. It's illegal? Yeah, no credit in casinos, no. You can have a, a credit line with your bank, but you can't get credit from a casino. Oh, okay, that makes more sense, yeah. Yeah. And you're wrong, you can cancel the bet before it starts. Because if you're if you go to casinos and you put money on a on a table, yeah. and the ball's about to drop, you can cancel your bets. You can call your bets off. You don't have to accept the, the bet. Doesn't have to be taken. Uh, at what point can you do that? Before the dealer announces no more bets. So before that means you can't alter your bet. But then that means the bet the bet ha- if he if if he hasn't said no more bets, then the bet hasn't been officially made. Correct. So then, so then that's not cancelling a bet because the bet hasn't well, been made. Can't. The well, bet is only made once he said. You put chips on the table. No, the bet is only made when he says uh, no more bets, please. Oh, then that's, that's when, the. That's when you can't alter your bet. No, that's that's when the bet the bet is uh, signed, sealed, and delivered. Oh, no. That's when you can't alter your bet. No, the bet isn't made. If I just put chips it's on a fiver, Ian, what's the matter with you? If I just put chips, David. A five pound note. If I just put chips. Crisp one. I if I just put chips mm-hmm. on on a table. Mm-hmm. That isn't a bet. That's it not is. a. Uh, right, are you are you are you pretending to be this stupid or uh, unobtrusive? No, it's or not, not stupid because it's a bet. Right, it's not a bet until he says no more bets, please. Then no, the bet that's when you can't. When he says no more bets, please, that's the that's the equivalent of yeah. shaking hands like Chris and I did oh, about no. this bit earlier. That's no. the equivalent of shaking hands. If I take the, the chips away before we hands shake hands, starts when you walk in the casino. Surely the what? Shaking hands starts when you walk not, in the casino. That's why you go. Not in the, the slightest. Of course, it, it, it that isn't the case. Well, if, of course, it is. You, but when you walk in a casino, you're not having a bet. You're just walking into an establishment. You're having. Bet. Right, I'm cutting you off because you're talking out your backside, and you're interrupting. Walking to a casino is not having a bet. Having a bet is when you go to the table and start playing. Having a bet, the, putting your chips down, and someone saying no more bets, please. That is the equivalent of shaking hands on a bet. Helen's in Brixton. Hello, Helen. Hello. Hi there. I'm a bit nervous. Um, don't be. <laughs> there we go. Has that, has that calmed you down? Yeah. No, excellent. My soothing voice. I'd, I'd love to do your feet. That would really calm me down. Excuse me? <laughs> I'd just love to get hold of your feet. And do what to them? Reflexology. What? What? How? What? Are you banging on about, weird woman? <laughs> you want to do my feet? The reason I'm ringing is because I was looking up the word Welch in the dictionary, and it says it's a variant spelling of Welsh, oh. and an archaic spelling of Welsh, but there's no other meaning for it. Oh, so it doesn't give any... So maybe the Welching on a bet is connected to the... What do you want to do to my feet? <laughs> well, I can't actually say what I really want to do with them on the radio, but I just want to touch them. That would be fine. Are you a, are you a pervert? 
<laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe in some circles I'd be classed as one. I'm not sure. You're a foot fetishist. Yeah. You 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 get. Um, we've got to be careful. There are young people listening. Young ears. <laughs> but you get excited by feet. No, just yours. I, I work professionally with feet on a on a daily level, but uh, you know, they shouldn't allow that. They shouldn't uh, allow. They shouldn't allow perverts who get off on feet <laughs> to work with feet. That's wrong. <laughs> That's just wrong. No, no, but I'd get off on doing your feet. That's the point that I'm trying to make. But how would that excite you? I don't understand. I don't get feet because I have a crush on you. I think. Oh blimey, Helen! I should I'm... probably move on because <laughs> yeah, you're weird. Uh, what was that about? Any Chris? Any ideas what that was about? But you're talking about feet means I've just won the bet. No, it's not, because she was talking about welching on, on the bet. But what about the foot fetishing? That's came not off, a bet. Came off on the tangent. It's all connected. It all goes back to the letter, Chris. It oh. all goes back to the letter. Did she phone up and say, I want to talk, I, I fancy Ian's feet? No. Because I've got horrible feet. But I'll talk about it after four. Peter. Hello, mate. Hello, Peter. How you doing? I just about the betting thing. I had a bet with my mate. It was just over a football match, you know, just off Arsenal West Ham. Yeah. And he uh, he's an Arsenal fan, and I said, oh, "I'll bet you twenty quid, you know, to uh, see who wins." And he he upped the bet to fifty quid. Right. And West Ham turned them over. Right. Which was surprising, and uh, he went back on his word on me. And all that he did really was he lost the respect of his friends. Yes. That's how it basically happened, you know. No one, anyone who welches on a bet, and we still don't know the, the true uh, derivation he, of the word. But in the end, he, sa- he yeah. said to me when I met him, he said, all right, I'll tell you what I'll do. Uh, every time I see you, I'll buy you, I'll buy you your dinner. You know, like five pound a time. Now, that doesn't work, does it? If I would have lost, I'd have paid him straight away. He welched on the bet, so he lost respect of all my other friends, you know. Yes. W- where's your accent from, Peter? Sorry, mate. Your accent. Well, I've been living down in London for quite a while now, but I've just come from up in Hull. <laughs> All right, okay, right, sorry. Uh, well, that, that's very bad of that man, oh, Peter. It, yes, it was. It was bad. And uh, you don't like football either. That's you don't like football. That's mad, man. How can you not like football? I don't. I find football dull and uh, boring. Oh, how can you find football dull? Football's the best thing ever. No, it's, it's rubbish. It's boring. It's, it's, it's idiots, poncy idiots running around. <laughs> Kicking uh, a, a ball is, is, is no good. Oh, no. All right. Well, you, you, football, no. Football's great, mate. Football's great. OK, Peter. Well, listen, call, call us again, won't you? Yeah, we'll do. Definitely. Great show, mate. Good lad. What? Frank Sidebottom is in on the 21st of December, by the way. I'm going to read the letter now. OK. This is the letter I've been sent that I've managed to get so far 41 minutes of radio out of. I shall easily get another 18, 19 minutes. Uh, and the address, by the way, if you want to send letters. I'll, I'll do the address in a minute. Let me read this out. There's no swears in it or anything like that, so don't worry, it's fine. Dear Nike Farrelly, James O'Brain, Chris Holbini, Clever Cliver, but not, not sick comment bitchy British Steve Allen. This is the best letter I've ever had. Just to tell your English long legs, busty blonde bimbo, no brain call, known as regular caller, lean English... Barney Carew and Want Leak I Lee, all your sexy, tall and short, no bald, big belly belly Nick Ferry. <laughs> big belly belly Nick Ferry. But British can't stand bitchy British bitchy Steve Allen. Linda, that's a letter. That 
is the kind of stuff I have to open up and read. Now, first of all, if anyone could tell me, maybe this refers to something that happened on another show on LBC 97.3 that I don't know about. So, if this refers to something that happened on James's show, or, or Nick's, or, Cla- or what's, what's his name? Clever Cliver. That's good. When, when we move in the new year, and Clive's on at ten till one, he should call himself Clever Cliver. And boy, have we got some, have we got some treats planned for you in the new year when we start. J- January the 8th, I started in the new slot. Have we got some treats for you, London? Anyway, if this refers to something that's been on somebody else's show, uh, or, or, or if you're aware that it, maybe you wrote it, uh, then 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number to give us a call and let us know what that's about. Darren, did that letter mean anything to you? Gibberish. Absolute nonsense. Non-bobbins. Yeah, non-bobbins, yes. <laughs> what can I do for you, sir? I'm from Hull. <laughs> I'm from Hull, but I've been down here for a while. <laughs> that, that was a strange accent, wasn't it? And by the way, that woman must have turned you on. A little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit? Well, you want to talk about shopping trolleys, do you? Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, thing that got up my nose yesterday, I was shopping after work. Yes. And I was in the shop. Whoa, whoa, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. This is not connected with the letter or the bet. No. Right, no, then we'll have to, have to speak to you after four. Nice try, Chris. I ain't falling for that. Nice try. I'm not falling for it. Matthew, can you give us the... We'll, we'll get the fella back after four, please. Matthew, can you tell us about welching? Yes. Well, there's two explanations that I've found. One is slightly racist, and the other one, which I prefer, is basically when uh, bookmakers took too many bets on a horse that was very long odds, then uh, they would scarper across the border to Wales to hide from the people they owed money to. Really? Yeah, apparently. I like that. And it goes back to the mid-18th century. That's the earliest recording. But why is it Welching, though, not Welshing? Well, it was mispronounced. It started off as Welshing, and then it got mispronounced to Welching. Oh, that okay. can be spelt both ways. Okay, I like that. I'm going to have that one. And the other one's a bit racist, is it? It's, yeah, it's basically, yeah, about Welsh people being thieves, which isn't so nice. I prefer the second one. Yeah, I, pre- I prefer that one as well. Thank you for your... Matthew, thanks a lot for that. Thank you very much. There we go. That's a, a question that's actually been answered. It's time now to get the latest LBC 97.2 travel news. Here's Amanda Redman. On the M1 heading into... idiot called Stuart has emailed in. He, 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 I used to find it funny uh, when you wound someone's goat and wound them up with your arm right, your wrong arm. But Ian, you're really turning into a spanner. I have to agree with the two guys at the cell of the show. You're not talking about the letter if you're discussing a bet related to the letter. Actually, uh, Stuart, you idiot, uh, I didn't say I'd talk about the letter. I said I'd get an hour's worth of radio uh, connected with the letter. It's connected with the letter. An hour's worth of radio out of the letter. The bet is connected to the letter. So, up yours. Uh, la you, you get back to the old format when you were funny. Um, la It's not the listeners' fault you're not on TV no more, darling. What's that got to do with it? I would call you regarding this matter, my love, but your number two spanner, that's you, Chris, never calls me back. The reason he doesn't call you back, Stuart, is because you're an uh, obnoxious idiot. Call us up if you've got the balls to come on air. I don't think you have. Clear a couple of lines so that Stuart can come on the air. I don't think he will have the courage to do it because he is like one of them cowards that you like read about and stuff in the papers you know jonathan oh hi yeah, oh jonathan there. stay there i've got to go to barcelona it's simon okay how are you doing i'm fine simon how's barcelona it's, it's absolutely gorgeous yeah absolutely gorgeous that's brilliant and a whole lot uh, but i usually drive home and listen to you all the time and i thought well I actually miss you so i just turned on my friend's by tv 
And there you are, so that's why I'm listening to you in Barcelona. Fantastic. We're talking about... Shut up, Jonathan, I'm talking to Barcelona. I know, it sounds lovely. Yeah, shush. Hello, Barcelona. Shush. <laughs> Ignore Jonathan, he's a freak. Now, uh, so we're, we're talking about this letter, Simon. Did you hear the letter? I didn't, I didn't. Just quickly brief, John. Okay, I'll, I'll do it very quickly. Uh, this was sent to me. Dear Nick Farrelly, James O'Brain, Chris Holbini, Holbini, and Clever Cliver. Just, but not sick comment bitchy British Steve Allen. Just to tell your English long legs, busty blonde bimbo, no brain, known as regular caller, lean English, Barney Carew, want leek, I lee, and all your sexy, tall, no bald, big belly belly Nick Ferrari. But British can't stand bitchy British bitchy Steve Allen. What do you make of that, Simon? Well, maybe I'll meet a couple of uh, people like that tonight in Barcelona, I'm not too sure. Is Barcelona a bit, uh, a, a bit raunchy? Well, there is some part of it, which is quite good, but uh, mm. the only problem is I've actually lost, right there, lost my suitcase today, so what? I've actually just come with clothes on my back now. So uh, I don't know where my suitcase is. Are they not going to do... Uh, I had a suitcase lost once, and the company... Uh, I, I got it the next morning. They, they, they delivered it to where I was staying. Is that going to happen? Uh, hopefully, but I'm coming back on Thursday, so the chance oh. of it actually landing here might land here before I actually get back to listen to you on Friday afternoon. Oh. I'm not on Friday, actually. I'm off on... I'm going to, to France on Friday. Oh, no way. So, oh, well, south of France? Uh, no, just Paris, just for a, a brief weekend. Oh, you'll have a great time. It'll be nice. It will be. Uh, <laughs> anything else, Simon? Because I'm supposed to be talking about letters and bets, otherwise I lose a fiver. Um, well, letters and bets. Letters, uh, letters and bets, uh, letters and bets. bets. But I'll tell you very quickly, I, I'm a bet on the, um, oh, it's the lottery. The lottery. Mind you, it's a bit of a long story, so you haven't got too much time. Oh, we've got plenty of time. You've got, if it fills up ten minutes, it's all yours. Oh, right, okay. Well, if I, I thought I won the 120 or 85 million euros uh, a few months back, um, what it was, my mother wrote down all the numbers for the, uh, the, the Euro millions. Yes. Anyway, lo and behold, my father saw the numbers on the TV the week before, wrote them all down, then my nephew turns up my parents, and she turned around and said, oh, you can check the lottery ticket. So he came up with the previous week's, uh, numbers, what? which, uh, my father had gone and got the ticket out by accident. Yeah. Next thing, my little nephew turns around and says, Grandma, you've won. No. The next thing, everyone's running around, shouting and screaming. My older, uh, younger brother to sort of checked the numbers. Lo and behold, yes, we had won. Until then, my mother turned around and said, hang on a sec, the same numbers as last week. No. Oh, I was so close. I'd already spent 30 million. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be great to, wouldn't it be great to, to win that much? Everyone says, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't win. I wouldn't want to win more than a few. I wouldn't want to win sort of six million pounds. It would, it would be brilliant. You wouldn't yeah. have to work again. You could go and do anything you wanted. It would be fantastic. Absolutely. And I'd probably buy this place my friend's got. It's just outside Barcelona near one of the marinas. And I'm standing on the balcony overlooking the sea. It's a beautiful evening. Mm. The marina's right nearby. And, you know, the temperature's really good. Oh, you yeah. couldn't ask for anything better. Simon, it's nice to talk to you. Speak to you soon. Bye, gorgeous. Thanks a lot. Well, John- well, Jonathan, what are you doing? Pardon? Oh, here we go. Look. Ian, I don't... Oh, oh, oh. Okay, right. Anyway, Jonathan, what can I do for you? Yeah, but that's funny enough, I want to talk about bets. Okay, no one has called in, by the yeah, way. I, I oh. lost a can bet you, once, but I paid up. Can you and hear I me, think, Jonathan? You know, I accepted, I lost, oh. and I paid. Right, can you hear me? Yeah, I think, sorry, not very well, Ian, I'm going up the M4. What, what, okay. So you lost a bet and you paid the money, as everyone should do. Exactly. It's and the correct they... way to be. We had a bet about this letter, and I'm seven minutes off collecting my winnings. I know, and you should get it, because as much as I like to stick up for Chris sometimes, 
I do think you can't pull out once you've got fed up. Once you say, look, I bet you shake out, yes. that's wrong to pull out there. It's, it's, it's wrong to pull out, exactly. Thank you, Jonathan. James. Hi, Ian. Can you play that pipe music? Because I've got cracking headaches, and it worked the other day. It made me feel so much better. Oh, hang and on a second. you lot arguing about this betting thing. God. It's frustrating, isn't it? Oh, it's so frustrating. I, I th- I'll make you right on this one. I really do. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Is that helping, James? Oh, it's fantastic. Just let it wash over you. It gets unfamiliar, then it gets back. Makes it more satisfying when it goes back to the familiar bit. Stick with it. Feels so much better. Gets a bit of a climax. Keeps going up, then it goes down, and then we're back home again. Listen. Oh, this is the bit. Right, now get lost. All right, thank you. Good lad. Jason. What was that music? I can't talk about it till after four. I'm so close to winning this bet, I don't want to muff it up at the last moment. Oh, okay. Yeah, this betting. Yes. I I thought that if you shook hands, but one of the opponents had his fingers crossed, then that cancels the bet. Does the, well, is, is that still called Feynites? That was always Feynites yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, Feynites, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Feynites still... I, I think that they only work when you're when you're eleven, don't they? Mm-hmm. It's that thing as well of, of when you tell a lie, but if you cross your fingers, then the, then the lie doesn't really count. I don't yeah. I don't know if that. I mean, what what was Chris doing with his other hand when you shook him? He was trying to touch me. Oh. Yeah, there. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. That no, was a bit weird. <laughs> it was nice though. I don't I don't mind. I kind of dig. Oh, that. okay then. Well, as long as he didn't cross his fingers, then. Well, let's yeah. ask him. Uh, Chris, were you crossing your fingers? It's crossing something else. Oh, that's right. Okay, thank you, Jason. No, no, no. no. We've got young ears are listening to this. Young ears. Okay, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. After the break, you will hear me cruising to a pure five pound victory, and then we can start the show proper at four o'clock, and it'll be good again. So you know, don't worry, don't go anywhere. When- Let's go. Uh, it, it's a continental special today. It's Alex in Paris, where I'm going Thursday evening. Ah, Ian, good afternoon uh, to you. Hello, uh, Alex in Paris. Yes, I uh, have some news for your trip. Uh, you remember the last time we speak, you are asking for the brass band at the station where you arrived. I was hoping that would be the case, yes. It is not possible. But well, well, hang on a minute. Oh, it was you that suggested you could do it. No, I said we can put the carpet. All oh, right. And you said, yes, if, and can we have the, uh, brass right. band? I asked and I said, I have to contact the mayor's office. So the brass band is a no-no, or a no-no? Not, well, not the brass band, but we have, uh, seven, uh, accordion players, players in the French accordion w- when you arrive. That will be very, very nice. And the only thing is you can, they will be contacting you. Right. For your choice of music. Okay. But they only play music to the tango rhythm. That sounds good. That works for me. Fantastic. Good. And as you are walking down the platform... And it's, it's, it's are, not the red carpet, is it? It's the brown carpet you've got. It might be a red carpet. It depends. We have to send the people on the street to see what is thrown out uh, on the sidewalk. Yeah. And then uh, we piece a, pick a piece of carpet. You, b- you pick a piece anyway. of carpet. Yes. Okay. Lovely. And 
then uh, when they are playing the music, they are walking with you down the platform. Yes. In playing the tango. Okay, and, but so, and they're going to get in contact with me about this, are they? They will contact you directly at the LBC. Oh, sugar. Do you know, hang on, do you know what you've just done? No. You've just lost me a fiver, Alex. Uh, You've just lost me a bloody fiver. And and, uh, why is that? Because I was supposed to be doing... I've just... Nice one, Chris. Well done. Cheers, Alex. I was supposed to be talking for an hour about this letter and bets, and I've just... You've just totally sucked me in to talk about blooming accordions for two minutes. Well, it's it's not my problem. Well, no, it's not your problem, but you've cost me a fiver. Well, then when you come to Paris, I think I invite you for the 22-minute drink. Uh, We don't do that feature anymore. Well, uh, then I have some other news for you for Paris, if you want. Might as well now. Right. I'm meeting uh, later on today with Alan Ducasse. Alan Ducasse is uh, the Parisian equivalent of Gordon Ramsay. All right, yeah. And he will be uh, making a special tasting menu on the weekend you come to Paris okay. in, uh, in honour of Ian Lee. I'm vegetarian, by the way. Uh, well, that's why I'm meeting him, because he asked to see, he asked a bit, little bit of background information for you, okay. and when I show you, I tell him, look at the uh, website, the Ian Lee website, he look, yeah. he straight away say frog's legs. Yeah, oh, what? And then I say, no, Ian is vegetarian, so he will be making a special dessert for Ian Lee. Okay. Ian Lee, uh, after tasting menu, dessert. I look forward to it. Good. And I will have more details on that later in the week. Okay, Alex, thank you. You owe me nine euros. Uh, seven and a half. Okay. Well done, Chris. You've won a fiver. But you still owe me four, you owe me 50 quid. So let's just call it 50 quid and call it quits. Nice. Okay, so we've done that. Thank you for that. That was all right. Plenty of other stuff coming up. Uh, what is the, your uninteresting information? And can you go out with someone who's rubbish in their job? We were going to talk about this the other day, and I forgot to bring it up, so we'll, we'll do that. And apparently Clive Bull was talking about the uh, the post office music last night. Uh, did, it, did anyone hear that? Were you listening to Clive Bull last night? What was he saying about the post office music? 0870-9090-973. Don't forget to write your blogs and email them to ian at lbc.co.uk. The best blog about this show will be on the LBC website by 7 o'clock this evening. It's in London, Leicester Square. Proper busy. So, we just had a woman phoning up and didn't want to come on air, and she wanted to know the name of the singer that sits in a rocking chair. His name, of course, is... His name is Darren? Um... Oh, you know this one. Come on, the singer who's... on the spot there. The singer who sits in a rocking chair. Come on, I gave her the answer. I spoke to her off air. Come on. Rock a... What? Don't know. It's Val Dunican. Who's Val Dunican when he's at home? Shut up. How old are you? Why do people say that? When he's at home? Yeah, why do they say that when he's at home? I don't know, actually. That's a good thing. Do you, how old are you, That is Dar- quite good. How old are you, Darren? 30. You know him. Val- so how do you know him? Because I'm, well, I'm 33 and he used to be on TV. He used to have the highest rated variety show on British television. Val Dunican would sit there in a rocking chair in a big jumper, yeah. singing songs. Uh, like and, a lumberjack jumper. Uh, yeah, like a lumberjack jumper, yeah. Oh, okay. Exciting stuff. Yeah, crazy stuff. <laughs> I'll see what happened to me last night, please, now. Uh, I mean, oh, you're the shopping... being so rude. <laughs> Game. I was trying to win a bet, Darren. That's you're what that was. You're being rude. I, I apologise. Thank you. What can I do Thank to you. make it up to you? Well, first start, you did get turned on over that woman with a feet. Yes. Didn't you? A little bit. A little bit. I did a little bit for you. 
Uh, oh, did you? Oh, that's now that's made me feel uncomfortable knowing that you were no, being turned you. on by you're me. No, I'm completely straight. I'm not that way. But if you had to, it would be me, would it? No, not at all. Who would it be then? I don't. I don't even go in there. If, but if you had to to save the world, who would you go gay for? Save gay with? the world. Yeah. It was probably to save the world. Yeah. Who would you go gay for? If you had to save the world, no one. I, I wouldn't save the world. Really if, nice. if you had to, come on now, seriously, your, your, your mum, your kids, your family. If you had to save them, save the world. If you just went gay for like twenty minutes, who would it be with? It's a very difficult question when you're not gay, though. It's a very difficult question. Um, it's got to be all the women fancy George Clooney, isn't they? So, so you, go, you, you go with George Clooney? Yeah, yeah, right. Probably, yeah. How is going to how is going gay going to save the world? You weirdo. <laughs> What a freak you are! <laughs> you just said it saved the world. But how, how, is, how is doing that going to save the world? What you, circumstances you, would it be? Right, we have to get you, Darren and make him go gay, otherwise the whole world's going to be destroyed. It you doesn't know. It could happen. I'm not going to Yes. Right. What do you want now, you pervert? <laughs> right. Yes. Quick. On the way home from work, this yes. something that really aggravates me so much. Yes. Is when you're shopping, you must have had it, and you get the the. the the husband and wife, and they're shopping together, and they go, oh, what should we cook tonight for dinner? No, 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 no. And while they're doing that, their trolley is slap-bang in the middle of the aisle, and you cannot get past it. Yes. Have you had that before? I'm yawning, but don't take it personally. No, but doesn't that not get on your nerves? I'm just tired. Uh, yes, it does get on my nerves. You it's... must have had it happen to you before as well. Yeah, yeah I, I have. I'm, Darren, I'm agreeing okay. with you. Thank, thank you, thank you. Well, can, you say, can you give me an advance on that, please? Anyone else in the, uh... Shopping experiences? Chris, have you ever had someone with a shopping trolley stop in front of you? Yeah. Was it annoying? Yeah. Lady Alex, same two questions to you. Um, yeah. And yes, very annoying. There you go, Darren. That's not that... Lady Alex, that's just a lot of bloke. That's Lady Alex, how dare you? You sound like a bloke. Can Is... you hear her again? Lady Alex, you, wanna... you right? Hello? There we go. Is that better? <laughs> is that better, Darren? Lady Alex isn't Lady Alex, is it? You are obsessed with it today, aren't you? Just let it no, go. I'm fine. I'm not. Have, I'm, have I'm, a word with I'm your missus. I'm going for you. Okay, Darren, I'm going to have to cut you off now, aren't I? Okay, bye. Yeah. Right, 0870 Now, we haven't got many calls, and I know that this next call isn't going to sustain more than 30 seconds. But we'll try it. It's Steve in Bolton. Hello, Ian. Hello, Steve. Uh, are you sure about betting? Yes. Well, I bet my mate that he could bet me. But my mate said that he didn't want to bet, so I said, I bet you you don't want to bet. So he said, right, I bet you you can't. Oh, hang on, I've got to go synchronise swimming. Okay. Um, let's try it. Stephen Sutton. Hello, Steve. Banksted, actually. B what? Banksted. Oh, okay, Banstead. let's go, okay, sorry, let's go, let's go to Banksted in Sutton. Hello, Banksted. Right, do you know the, the guy who was on a little while ago saying he thought he won the lottery? Yes, and you got the something... the weeks the weeks before numbers or something. That's right. Something similar happened to me. Go on. What happened was, do you know, um, I don't know if they still do it anymore. At Christmas time, they do the um, the lottery where you pick two dates. Like you pick, I don't know, say 1970 and 2002, and you have to pick two dates, and if they match, what you win like a million pound or something. I've never heard this. You what? You pick well, two? Well, I think it might have been just for the millennium. Right. Yeah, I that think was it... when I've done it. Right. Anyway, I've done that, and anyway, about a month later. I've um, forgotten about it, and I've remembered. So I've gone into the sweet shop and got a printout of the num the winning numbers. Yeah. And I've gone home and remembered that night again. Yeah. And for some bizarre reason, reason 
instead of getting out the two tickets and matching them up, I've got out the uh, printout and then gone on te- the teletext and got up the winning numbers. Right. So I'm staring at these winning numbers. Yeah. And they've come up. And I'm like, oh, my God, huh. we've won. We've won. We've won. But... And now I know what it feels like to win the lottery. I'm standing there shaking. Yeah. My knees are trembling. And you thought you'd won, like, millions, yeah? Yeah. And I'm running around, screaming, shouting, won the lottery, won the lottery. So I've run downstairs. <laughs> like, girlfriend won the lottery and she's like shut up and so I've got the teletext back on by now it's like gone onto a different page yeah. so I'm standing there waiting waiting for it to come back up yeah. anyway while I'm standing there waiting for it to come back up I looked at the ticket and it's like in big bold letters at the bottom this ticket is void or invalid or something like that and I'm oh. like oh sinking feeling why, why was the ticket invalid or void because it wasn't a real ticket it was a printout from the sweet shop of the winning numbers. Oh! It's like the ticket, but it's not, you know. I see what you've done, you muppet. There's a fella exactly. in the paper today who's done it, who did a, um... Was it in, I've got the star here, and I've not read the star. Look at mm-hmm. the... It, the star is Britain's greatest newspaper. The front page is just incredible. Um, let's have a look. There's, a. Uh, where is it? There's, uh Um... Oh, J- Jonathan Ross has bought a Wii... <laughs> what, what is this? Um, well, anyway. Um, where is it? Hang on a second. Sit with me. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. No, it's not in it. Anyway, this guy thought that he'd won uh, a million quid on the scratch card, went yeah. into to work, told his boss to naff off and said, stick your job up your oh, backside. Oh, yeah, I was listening to this on the radio this morning. And he got it wrong! What a muppet! <laughs> what an absolute muppet! <laughs> Where did you get them? You always double-check and treble-check before you throw them away. Of course you would. Hey, can we just have uh, a moment's silence for the Mel B and Eddie Murphy love affair that's died? We can. Okay, nice one, Steve. Thanks for that. All right, see you. Bye. Good, I know, you were very upset by this, weren't you, Chris? The fact that... And I was surprised that uh, Ed, Eddie Murphy and Mel B have uh, split up. Um, mm, Chris, you, you, were, you, you were surprised... To find out that they were together, as was I, but you were surprised six months after they got together. Yeah. You didn't know about it? No. How did you miss out on this gossip? Dunno. One word answers today, is that what we're getting? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that doesn't really help things. You've won a fiver off me, do you know what I mean? Um, Barry Manilow scaring small children outside Claridge's Hotel. Why have we got Barry Manilow for Music Thursday? We could have got him in. By the way, for the last week of this, us doing this show before Paul Ross takes over and, um, uh, John Holmes, and we move to the latest slot, 7 till 10. Uh, last week is, is shaping up to be a pretty good week. And let me just remind you, Monday, December the 18th, Stephen Murdoch from ISO Solutions, gadget and computer expert. Oh, there's a glass from the past, there's a phone call there. Uh, will be coming in, talking about Christmas gadgets and, and things to look for over the, the, the Christmas period. Uh, Tuesday, at the 19th, Eagle. Wednesday, the 20th, Eduardo, playing his foreign music. Uh, the, the Thursday the 21st is uh, Frank Sidebottom, and on the Friday, a whole host of guests. So that's going to keep them listening, isn't it? Do you need... Okay, so imagine you start going out with someone, okay? You fall madly and passionately in love with this boy or this girl, whoever it may be. You love them. You're head over heels in love. You want to spend the rest of your life with them. You know this after only a few moments going out with them. Okay. But they're an actor. Let's say they're a stand-up comedian. Let's start with that one. They're a stand-up comedian, okay? Oh, what do you do on a stand-up comedian? Oh, nice. You've never seen them do their act, okay? You don't know what their act is. You've not seen them. Uh, but they come home glowing after gigs and say, I've done really well. It's a good gig. Did really well. 
three months into the relationship and you're in love with this person, okay, you know that you want to marry this person, you want to spend the rest of your life with this person, you've told everyone that. Three months after going out with them, you, the, you finally got a night free when you can go and see them do a gig, okay, it all works, you can go and see them do a gig. You're in the club, they come on, you're with your friends, he's coming on now, she's coming on now, it's going to be good this, really excited, and they are the worst stand-up comedian you have ever seen in your life. So bad, it's embarrassing, you want to cut your eyes out with glass so you don't have to watch this hideous car crash happening live on the stage. What do you do? Can you still go out with someone who is rubbish at their job? It may not be a stand-up comedian. Maybe they're an actress. Maybe there's a maybe they're a newsreader. Maybe that whatever it is. Not by the way, just whatever it is. If you're in love with someone and obsessed with someone, and then you see them do their job, and they are cack at their job, can you still go out with them? How would that work? Has that ever happened to you? Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three is the telephone number. To give me a call and let me know. It's not happened to me, by the way. If anyone's listening, it's not happened to me. Uh, re- well, no, it's not happening recently. A long time ago, I did go out with a girl who was a stand-up comic, and she was absolutely bobbins. I found out to the point where everyone was just. When I said I was going out with this, oh, she's fit, but she's rubbish. She's rubbish. Uh, and then when I saw her, it was like, oh my god, this is embarrassing. I can't go out with this person. I can't do this anymore. This was years ago. I need to ask you, and it doesn't have to be, I'm, I'm, I'm using comedy and, uh, and acting, and uh, they're the obvious thing. You go and see someone in a play, and they're cack. Just awful. Does that still work? Can you still go out with them? 0870-90-90-973 is the telephone number. You can email ian uh, at lbc.co.uk. Uh, let me know uh, if that's happened to you and what you did. Uh, meanwhile, Willis is in Camden. Hello, Willis. Hello. Hello there, Willis. You all right? I'm all right, you all right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I want to know who that was, actually, now that you were talking about before, because uh, they're probably someone famous, but anyway. Uh, uh, they, they, they weren't. They, they were kind uh, of known on the circuit, but they weren't particularly famous, no. Oh, OK, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, welching on a bet is the best thing ever, actually, when you do it properly. Um, I, Hang on I, one second, Willis, I've got to stop you. Nick? Yes? What, what's happening? I've got Barry Manilow in the back of the cab. Right now? <laughs> just picked him up from Claridge's. Yes. All right, I'm having a chat with him. I said to Andy and Leon, he went, I don't believe that. I've I, I just come up, I said to him, hold on. <laughs> Barry, can you stop it, please? He's in the back singing Copacabana there. I'm on the phone to Ian Lee. <laughs> Um, what shall I do with him? Shall I bring him over to yes. you? Nick, I'm going to have to cut you off now for wasting my time. What do you mean wasting your time? Barry, he doesn't want to see you. Oh, I, was, I got all excited then. Sorry, Willis, that was really... I, I really thought we had Barry Manilow there. I do apologise. If it had been actually Barry Manilow, I would have not minded, but I'm quite upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset for you. I'm upset for me. I'm upset <laughs> for the show, because that... Was embarrassing, and I'm sorry, mate. What, what what can I do to make it up to you? That's cool. Well, uh, just listen to my boring story. I'm listening. I'm right. listening. I'm, I'm listening, and I'm going to pretend it's really interesting. Away you go. Oh, that's good. That's what I wanted. Um, yeah, all it was. Welching on a bet is wicked. I was walking through in Wales in the summer, through um, across by this stream uh, with the mother of my son, 
and we're just strolling along, and I, I bet her £100 that she wouldn't get in the water naked and splash around naked in the stream. And she did. But, and and your, your son was there? No, no, he wasn't there. He was with my parents, they were looking up. Oh, OK, right, sorry, yes. But, uh, and me and her aren't together, so we have this little thing where we, uh, you know, just piss each other off. Excuse me, uh, no, sorry. Uh, annoy each other every now and again. All right, yeah, we can go with that, don't we? And, uh, and, yeah, and, uh, yeah, so I got her to jump in the stream naked, took photos of her, what? and she looks good, by the way, as well, which was a bit of a bonus. <laughs> and she went in there, and I said I'd pay her £100, and I never did, and that was, like, two, three months ago now. And does and she still ask for the £100? Yeah, of course. Of course, there was actually another thing that I bet her something that was £50, and they were stupid big amounts of money that I was obviously never going to pay her, well. but she took me up on both of them, so I now owe her £150. Was the second she... was the second one rude? No, no, the second one was, uh, that was even more boring. Uh, and it was just about a bottle that was placed somewhere in my car. Anyway, um, no, no, nothing rude, though. Uh, and, uh, mm. yeah, so I owe her £150, and she's never getting her money, so it's quite good that if I ever want to irritate her, I just say, you're never getting £150. Well, the, a, any chance, now listen, to just, it sounds like an interesting story, Willis. To, it's not really, but... No, it's good, I like it. You, you manipulate women by offering them money they're not paying up. I like your style. <laughs> but, yeah. to verify that story, I yeah. would need to see those photographs. Uh, I can't do that. I can't do that. They're my, but they're my own personal, um, I will <laughs> material. I will give you £100 if you send them in. Oh, uh, yeah, but then you might do what I did and not give me the £100. You've, you've seen to that. Willis, thank you very uh, much for that. You're a very, very naughty man. Oh, it's 7 uh, is the phone number. We're talking about welching on belts. Bet on belts? The, the, talk, the, talk of, the talk of undressing is, uh, you got me, um, uh, talking about welching on beds. Uh, if anyone listened to Clive Bullshaw, I had another email about that music, the postbox music. Apparently, we've been putting this out for ages, like the last three or four weeks. Oh, does anyone know, does anyone know what this, uh, music is? Does, does anyone know? Give us a call. See and Lee, give us a call. Clive gets loads of calls about it last night. How has that happened? Where's the justice in that? And the fella that was going to send it in on CD still hasn't done that yet. Unbelievable. Uh, so if you heard Clive talking about that last night, then give us a call. 0870 uh, Also, don't forget to listen to the show and send us in your blogs, your little summaries uh, detailing what has happened in the show so far, as you perceive it. They don't need to be factually correct. Have a look at the LBC website to see what uh, we've had written over the past week or so. Uh, and if you can write something like that, or whatever you want, you know, don't put any swears or anything libelous in there. Apart from that, pretty much anything goes. Uh, then email it to ian at lbc.co.uk before six o'clock. I'll pick the best one at six, uh, and it gets posted on the LBC website. And, even better than that, it gets emailed around to everybody who works at LBC. Everybody will receive your blog in their in inbox. I forgot to mention that. It's a slightly annoying thing about working here is that we get uh, loads of uh, uh, emails about that kind of stuff. But even James O'Brien uh, will have it in his inbox. So you might hear some of the topics on his show in a few days' time. It's Paul in Labrook Grove. Hello, Ian. Hello, Paul. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm going to have a good session on Rainbow Six on the Xbox tonight. No, it's, oh. it's not dirty. What? Isn't it? No, it's guns. Oh, right. Are they dirty guns? D yeah, d very dirty guns, yes. Oh, good. Uh, listen, I've got a message for that man who didn't give you the CD of the post office music. Oh, yes. This is to him, OK? You're a dirty, dirty, dirty welcher. So that's for him. Excellent. Thank you, Paul. But 
um, uh, the reason I called, actually, Ian... Yes? I have to say a really big thank you. I've had the most dreadful time. I'm not going to bore you with it at all. No, please don't. I've had, oh, no, I've no, just don't. had the most awful month. I mean, appalling. Right. I've been feeling really rubbish. I turned you on today for the first time because I've been in college and stuff and oh. I couldn't put the radio on and that. And do you know what? Yeah. Within the first quarter of an hour... I just felt fantastic. I, I laughed so much. Hey, and this isn't, a, this isn't a, even a particularly good show. You should have heard the show we did yesterday. The first hour of yesterday's show would have blown your mind. It was really? so, it was, it was brilliant. This is all right. I'd say this is in the top 50 shows we've done, but it's, it's nothing special. But the, we've, if we've helped, if we've helped heal one miserable old man, then I'm, it makes me feel good, Paul. You certainly have. And Clive last Thursday was hysterical. Did you hear him? What was he doing last Thursday? Oh, I can't remember. It was just mental. He's, uh, he's on top form. I've not heard much of Clive. I've been... Whereas normally I, I like to sit there and do stuff and have Clive on in the background, I've been dipping in and out because I've been going to places and I've been, I've been listening in the car. Uh, but Clive Ball, Monday to Thursdays, eight, 8 till midnight, on top form. And can I just say... Uh, I'll say this very quickly because we've got to go in a minute. When we move to the new slot in the new year and Clive goes uh, from four hours to three hours... I think he's going to be even better, because when you lose that fourth hour, doing three hours is going to seem like a piece of cake to that man. Is he still going to have Bob's tea break? He, has, he, hasn't, had, he hasn't had Bob's tea, Bob's tea break for about six years. <laughs> if, when I filled in for Clive, you do four hours, four hours is a long show, and then you go to doing three hours, and it's a piece of cake. So I think when Clive goes for, uh, moves 10 till 1 o'clock, I think it is, in the new year, it's going to be... He's, he's on fire at the moment. He's just going to be uh, firing on all cylinders. Seriously. I, I bet you money on that. I bet you a fiver, Chris, that in the new year, Clive Ball's show is going to be even better than it is now. OK. Nice one. OK, oh, it's 7090909073. Ian at lbc.co.uk. More of your calls after the latest LBC News. Show. Chris is having just, I'm trying to, God almighty, Chris is going, there's loads of uh, Christmas films out, and there's never been any Christmas films out. There's always been Christmas films out. Not every Christmas. Yes, there has. What, so what's out this year? There's Santa Claus 3, which means that at various other Christmases there's been Santa Claus 2, and of course, Santa Claus. Um, there's that, that one with Dustin, uh, not Dustin Hoffman, who's the other short fella? Dead. DeVito. No, not DeVito, he's dead. Danny DeVito? No, Dudley Moore. Oh. Father, Father Christmas story. What's it called? The, what? the Chris... Father Christmas. Bruce, what's that Father Christmas film called? I don't know. Ho Ho Santa. Yeah, that's it. Ho Ho Santa with Dudley Moore. There's, um, Jingle All The Way with, uh, uh Arnie. There's been, um, Miracle on 34th Street, both versions. That was the, like ten years ago. Elf! Elf! Kiss it. Elf. Elf. Five, five years ago. Elf wasn't five years ago. It was about three years ago. Thank you. Okay. Bruce, hi there. Hello, Ian. Hello there. Yeah, I, I just I wanted to talk about my friend who has psychological problems when it comes to paying me money. He owes okay, me. this sounds good. So, we had a bet, and it was for £100, and I won. We had another bet. Yes. I now, he now owes me £200. £200. What did you, what did you bet on? I can't tell you that. Is it, but, um, is it to do with girls? No, no. It was, well, yeah, I can't tell you about it anyway. Is it to so, do with drugs? No. Is it to do with murder? No. Is it to do with sex? Uh, sexy murder. Oh, wow, okay, wow. Sexy no. murder, we can say no more. Yeah, so he, and he won't pay me, he didn't pay me this money for months and months. 
So eventually he comes back into the UK and I see him with the money in his grubby little mitts and he gives me a hundred pounds and you could tell he's nearly crying. Yeah, yeah. But he would rather. He took me, took me and my, my fiance for a meal, which he spent well over seven hundred pounds for. What? Seven hundred pounds on a meal? Exactly. What were you eating? Gold out of a goose's backside? Ridiculous, ridiculous amount of money. How, no, how can a meal cost £700, unless the starter was a car? <laughs> no, the, it was very expensive wine. I once bought, to, to impress a girl, I didn't need to impress her, I've been out of there for years, I was on a really expensive holiday, it was a crazy time in my life. Yeah. I was on a really expensive, I was on a holiday, get this, get this, this is, uh, I'm embarrassed to say this, I was on a holiday once that cost me £10,000, okay? A week. How many weeks did you get it was for that? Two weeks. It was a week in Sri Lanka, and then it was a week on an island, I think in the Maldives. Is that near Sri Lanka? Yeah, it is. And a week on this island, where there's like, it was it, it was brilliant, but we spent the whole week arguing. Can you dig that? Yeah, uh, and there's there, no other people there. And there, 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 was, there were like 20 other people on this island, and you get bicycles to ride around the island. And I bought a bottle of wine for $500 once, and it was, it was horrible. It was Ameri- what, American wine? It was, it was American dollars, but I, I don't know what it was, but the, the wine was from 1964, uh, and it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. The most expensive two weeks of my life. I can't believe I did it. It was a crazy period in my life. I wish I had that money back now, and I, the holiday was, was, it should have been brilliant, but we just spent the whole time arguing. Wow. I, w- I want to know what problem he has in his mind, because immediately yes. after paying for the meal, yeah. he makes it quite aware, aware, makes me aware, fully aware of how much the meal costs. Yeah. And then says, you know that other hundred pound I owe you? I'm going to have to pay you that later. He sounds like a really weird fish, Bruce. And, uh, you're, you're, I don't get it. You're best Why off without you him. Give me, give me the two hundred pounds and we'll all go down Mackie D's. Oh, oh don't, because I fancy a Mackie D's now. Do you? What would you have? I'd have the veggie burger, which is what, uh, veggie burger fries, and I'd have a, 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 a vanilla milkshake. No, you've you just got to stick with the old favourites, the uh, Mac, uh, Mac, Mac D's meal, the, the Big Mac. I'm vegetarian, though. Uh, but you're not a real vegetarian. You've only just started. You're a plastic vegetarian. What do you mean I've only just started? I, I started 18 years ago. No, that's not real vegetarianism. You, because real vegetarians don't have canine teeth. What, what the hell? Is, what is this? What are you talking about? Real vegetarians do not have canine teeth. Because they're not omnivores. Right, um, I, th- right, he's gone. What was that all about? Um, 0870, uh, 9090909. Now, earlier on in the show, we asked the question, could you go out with someone if you thought that you're, if you thought they were rubbish at their job? Uh, for, say, for example, you, you meet, you meet a girl, she's beautiful, everything is perfect, you, you meet her, fr- everything is perfect, you love her, you know you want to be with her for the rest of your life. Six months into the relationship, she's an actress, you go and see her in a play, it's awful, she can't act to save her life. Could you, go- I don't, I don't think I could go out with someone, I couldn't, I didn't, this weird girl, she was a bit weird, that's partly why I finished with her. Uh, could you go out with someone who is rubbish at their job? Tony, could you do it? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> oh that's that one solved then. <laughs> Why not? Got any examples? Well, example is, if you love her, obviously you love her for what she is, not for, like, what she does, really. Yeah, but what she is is rubbish at her job, to the point where well, it's embarrassing. Not, but it's beautiful, and you love her. But... point. But, well, okay. no, right. But, yeah. no. Yeah. But... What? Are we, do- are we gonna do this one word at a time, or are you gonna let me get a sentence out? Yeah, carry on. Thank you. 
But imagine she's so bad at her job that it's embarrassing. And when you tell people that you're going out with her, they say, yeah, she's fit, but she's rubbish at what she does. Oh, I'm not saying, I'm not always saying to that point, but yes. still. Uh, no, no, forget it. Now, well, who was that? Who was that in the background giving you the answers? Look, look, Ian, I'll tell you the truth. What, what was? What about? Uh, what, what, what was that? What about if she's ugly but good at her job? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, what it is? <laughs> I was driving. Yeah. Who's yeah. this idiot in the background? Is that? Ian, is that? Who's that? Is that Gary? That's Gary. That's it. What does Gary I was, want? I was driving, and he phoned you from my phone, yes. and obviously he, he wanted to talk with you. And then he was too shy. Gary bottled it. Chris thought, yeah, and Chris phoned back, and I said to him, answer it, because I'm driving. And he said, no, oh. and then I had to, to answer it, so I didn't... Put really Gary know. on, Tony, put Gary on. Yeah, you want to speak with you. Here you go. <clears throat> Hello. Listen, Tony sounds like a simple, childlike fool. You can't manipulate him like that. <laughs> he, he got him down to a tea, I He think. sounds like the sweetest, most... He's like a gentle giant. He's like, that, you know, slightly, someone who's slightly simple, but could kill you if he crushed you too hard. Oh, yeah, he's quite strong. But, <laughs> so, you... W- w- what's your point, Gary? My point, yeah. Well, getting back to... If she was really rubbish at her job, but you loved her a bits and mm. everything else, I think... I think you'd just want to help her to get better at her job, wouldn't you? Supposing she couldn't, supposing she was so bad, but she thought she was really good and she'd been bigging herself up all the time to the point we thought, wow, this girl was really groovy. And you went and saw her, imagine it was a stand-up, you went and saw her (laughs) doing her act and all of her peers, they're standing behind you and they're laughing going, she is the worst piece of cack I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but I I think if you turn it around the other way then and she was really good at her job but she was ugly and people were sort of like, she's ugly, you'd You'd see through that as well, wouldn't you? Would you see through what? You would, but you wouldn't be going out with an ugly girl. No, but you, you wouldn't see her as being ugly. Well, I, it, I still, I don't think if you was in love with someone, I don't think you could think bad of them like that. If, no, if she was ugly, you would, and you, even if you were in love with her and she was ugly, you'd see that she was ugly. No, because love is in the eye of the beholder. No, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> love, I suppose, as well. No, love isn't... Comes from that. <laughs> I got that wrong. That's why I didn't want to ring up. Love isn't in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> but it, but, if, but love it, love is blind, is what you're trying to say. But it's not. It's it, 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 blind, but it can still see ugly chicks. <laughs> well, oh, I, don't, I don't know really what to say now. Yeah, you got you, me there. You've muffed it up, haven't you, Tony? <laughs> Gary. <laughs> That's why I was letting me, me uh, monster ring up. All right, well, good luck. Listen, obviously, Gary, who's very much in love with Tony, thinks that Tony is good at his job. Uh, you know, and that's why those two men are still together, and I salute that. We're down to our last call, London. I don't know what's happened to the calls. I don't know what's happened. But uh, this is after this, after Jonathan in Mill Hill, we have no one lined up. Wow. Jonathan. Hi, Ian. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. You're the last call I've got for the day. Really? So does that mean I'm on Triple M? It could be, unless it... Or until someone else calls up. Well, uh, you could be, because no one else is calling up. Normally when I say I've got no calls, the switchboard lights up. It's not now. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, right, well, should we start talking? Yeah, go on. I was listening to Clyde Ball last night. Yes. And he started talking about the post office music. Oh, yes. Uh, and, uh, not quite sure what you're after, what, what you want to know, but I think it was Edwina from High Wycombe. Yes. She phoned up to say that she used to hear it if you sort of turn the... I think... I didn't quite follow what she was saying, but if you turn the dial on the radio... Yes. Um, all the way to the end, you hear this music. Right. Um, she phoned up to say that, and then all sorts of other people phoned in, 
with where else they'd heard it before it was on the post. But hang on, we've done this about four or five times on the show, and no one has phoned in to help us, apart from some guy who said his wife wrote it or something, he's going to send in a CD. He hasn't. And then Clive mentions it once, and he gets a, a massive response. What, what does that mean? It's one of the mysteries of life, isn't it? No, it's not, one, it's not one of the greatest mysteries. Of no, life. not one of the greatest. It's, it's probably uh, quite near the bottom of the list, if not at the bottom. It's, it's definitely but, um, a mystery. But, yeah, Clive, uh, Clive, Clive did get a lot of callers about it. But we don't know, we still don't know what it's called, and we still don't know where we can get a copy of it, apart from taping it off this weird radio frequency. Uh, yes, or hoping the guy who said his wife raised it sends you the CD. I don't think that's going to happen, but we'll see. Jonathan, listen, thank you very much for that. I don't think I'll keep you on till Triple M. I'll take my chances, because, uh... Yes. 0870 is the phone number. So, uh, listening to Clive Ball, uh, welching on a bet, uh, and can you go out with someone who is rubbish at their job? These are today's topics. Give us a call if you wish to contribute. If you suffer f- Yes, Joanne. Yes, hello, Ian. Um, hello. that tune that, um, Clive was playing last night... Yes. Um, I didn't hear it on your show. What? And you... We, no, you said you played it several times on your we've show. We've been doing it for the last four weeks. Well, I haven't heard it, I'm afraid. I've, I've been out. We've been doing it for four weeks. Well, I'm sorry. Because I had to phone up the Royal Mail to complain, and it was so good I that I, I was calmed down by the music. Well, I don't know whether it's the same one. That I, or, let me tell you what I thought it sounded like. The one that... Uh, I'm playing it now. Can you hear it? Sort of, but that wasn't the one we heard. Well, hang on, wait, 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 it gets, it, this will get to the bit that you know, hang on. Wait one second. Goes up. Lady come down. And then we go back home, listen. Is this the one? No. Oh. That's not the one Clive played. Well, what was the one Clive was playing? There's, there's two post office tunes. Well, I, I'm, all I'm saying is that there was a, like a code, and it a was, code. um... <laughs> don't... And it sounded like this, um, old English song, or tune, or song, rather, uh. which was called The Poacher. The Poacher? Right? Yeah. Okay. It's my, my delight on a Friday night, the season of the year. And then it sounded like a, an excerpt from that. And I don't, I'm not being stupid or anything, but that's what it sounded How like. How does it go? Oh. Oh, God. You d- I can't sing it. Come on, because I don't know what the music is. I didn't hear Clive talking about this. Yes, you did. I, I didn't! All right. It's my delight on a Friday night in the season of the year when I took up a watching of Philip of North and South Norwood. He, he would know. Yes. Oh, it wasn't that loud. It was like a code, but it was a t- definite tune. And oh. I wish the guy was. A- oh, he's on tonight. I'll ask him. Okay. Can you ask Clive tonight, and then I will. Can you call me back tomorrow and let me know what he says? Because I may not hear all of Clive's okay, show tonight. I'll okay. Do that. Brilliant. Thank you, Joanne. All right. Take okay. care. Bye bye. Bye. What a nice lady. So it's a different. So hang on. The post office have got two different tunes, and they're both brilliant. Is this? And the post office, the new Beatles, is that's what's happening here. They just keep churning them out. Okay, well, the mystery deepens. If you do know what the music that Clive was talking about last night, then 0870 I sometimes feel that this show is, you know, you, uh, you get, um, 
you get programs like uh, uh, Celebrity Love Island, and um, uh, I, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Uh, and then they have like their ITV2 shows where it's like I'm a celebrity extra. Celebrity Love Island, Big Brother's Little Brother. I sometimes feel that this show is kind of like Big Brother's Little Brother to Clive Ball's main Big Brother, if that makes sense. And that we quite often, you know, I don't want to stay, say steal his topics, but, well, we steal his topics. Wanda is in the West End. No, no, I'm not in the West End. I'm in Bristol. I'm working on a Christmas tree farm. Now, listen, um... I, 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 I very cruel, that. Uh, I don't agree with that. Well, Bre- breeding Christmas trees just to cull them at Christmas. No, I don't agree with that. Well, well, I've dated 12 men, <clears throat> well, over 12 men, and they've this all been week. duff at their job. They've all been duff at their job. They've all been duff at their job. Duff, duff at their jobs. I wouldn't, yes. So there we go. And I didn't mind because they all, they all had other, other attributes, you know, like uh, they took me nice places, they could dance. So you shouldn't be so shallow. She might be sick, but, you know. Hello? Yeah, I was just waiting uh, for you to finish, Wanda. Sorry, I'm, I'm finished now. I just have to rant because I'm very passionate about this. Okay. I've, I've how, how, what months. kind, what kind of jobs, well, this is where I'm asking if you could go to someone who's rubbish at their job. What kind of well, jobs were they doing? Well, my last guy, he was a bouncer. And, how um, can you be rubbish at bouncing? <laughs> well, he was you just keep letting people in that shouldn't well, be in. And, well, he was a small fella and if you kind of questioned him and pushed him, we you know, like, he just, a lot of people just kind of push their way past him. So they didn't, you know, it didn't last that long, really. But, you know, it was nice. He, you know, he, he treated me well, actually. He, he was nice. He was nice to me. Nice kisser. And, um... But you can't, you, you can't go to someone what? just because they're good at kissing. No? No, not just because of that. You need more what, than what, that. What, what more? What? M- money or what, 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 what? You what? like to kiss them. You like to sit them down on the sofa and give them a good kiss. If that's good, then if their job is a bit, if they're a bit duff at the job... But you can't, you What's can't... What's going on with you? You, 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 something wrong with you. What? Where's the romance? She's, she's a bad what? She's a bad actress. Or she's a bad stand-up. <sighs> Men like you, but make women like me, think, what? What? We're, how, did they, how did their mothers bring them up? Who? Hey? What? It's men like you that make women like me think... You know, what, what were their mothers playing at? Where's the charity? Were you, were you brought up a Christian? I went to Sunday school. Well, did you have a Sunday school teacher that you got on with? Uh, I guess so. I don't really remember. I was very young. As soon, you... as soon as I realised it was all about Jesus, I stopped going. Jesus. Was your Sunday school teacher quite a large lady? It was a bloke, I think. Oh, well, that, that does say quite a bit. But um, let's get back to... She might be duff at a job, but if you like to kiss her... And hold her hand, and she says nice things to you. Then stick with her. Stick but with this her. She was, might be sick. This was but... years ago. Oh, I thought this was a recent thing. No, no, no. But you're more worried about what other people think about her. So if she's a bit, what do you call her, minging or something? If she's a bit of a munter, munter. But if but you like spending time with her, then why, why are you rejecting her because your friends are mocking her? No, no, you, I'm Where's not. Your spine? Listen me back. I wasn't saying that my friends are knocking her. What I was saying is, asking the question, could if someone was so bad at their job, they were embarrassing, embarrassing, could you go out with them? Well, to be to be honest, go on. To say that someone else is embarrassing, you know, who, who are you? It's, it's, all, it's awful. It's a real I'm Ian Lee, please, who are you? Trait. Yes. Who are you? Who are you? Is it, <laughs> well, if you let me 
basically, basically who, who who are you? Um, you know what? Have you seen that? I like the guy that got caught in the box. Yes, thank uh, yeah. you. Like my American friend Sarah, she likes you. Oh god, that didn't. Well, I couldn't get to the hang-up button in time. It's Alan Richmond. Hello, how are you doing? Oh, I've, I've just remembered. I've got to answer some questions in an email. Okay, Alan, thank you. Hello. Well, not now. I, I've got to do All it after right. work. It's, okay. it's not for broadcast. She has to be, and only her mother could love her kind of girl. Uh, who wonder? Yeah. She was a fruitcake. I know. Anyway. Yes. Stunning-looking people you could not possibly go out with if they were bad at their jobs, yeah? Yeah. You're after? Yes. Hookers. Hang on a minute. How does this work? I, well, so if they were bad at their jobs, you couldn't go out with them? Well, let's be fair. If they're that bad in their hookers, half your mates would know that they were crap in bed, and you'd be really embarrassed. Yes, I suppose, I suppose you would be. I like the, the, the use of the, the American term hooker as a, over uh, the British term prosy, which is, is... Oh, sorry, yeah, prostitute. Yes. Uh, I, suppose, I suppose, yes, that's why I have no response to that, Alan. Yes. And by the way, my sister can beat you for expensive holidays. Go on, then. Twelve grand. Oh. Over a week. A week? Seriously. Do you know what, I mean, I was... In... She's just done another one. She daren't admit how much it was. She went, she just did, um, the... I can't remember if it was the Arctic or the Antarctic, but she was on a Russian icebreaker. For 12 grand? No, that wasn't the 12 grand one. The 12 grand one was where part of the holiday in Canada, they were staying in log cabins on a lake, and yeah. bears would break into their rubbish bins. Oh, Jesus, that's over a grand a night to stay in that log cabin and have a bear go through your trash. That's not good. Trash over rubbish. Uh, yeah, I, you know, this is an expensive holiday. I, it's the only time I've ever paid that much. Ten grand for two weeks. I'm embarrassed to say it, and I would never, ever do it again. I begrudge spending any more than, like, 500 quid on a holiday now, because I think it's disgusting. Well, they, but... they basically do all these, uh, they do these sort of, um, all-inclusive island trips, because yeah. my brother-in-law, he can get to about three grand a week on food and drink if they have to buy their own food and drink. So, oh. to be quite honest, they actually work out cheaper. Is he a fat so-and-so? He's huge. Oh, well, that case... I mean, I, he's not He's not fat. He's, he's large. He's, yes. you know, tall. He's big bones. He's the only person I've found who eats more than me. Okay. Uh, Alan, listen. Thank yeah. you. I'm going to move on because I want to fit Rosie in for the news. Thank you for that. Uh, Rosie. Hello. Hello, Rosie. Hello, Ian. Um, I'm calling because uh, you were talking about relationships and how when someone's rubbish at a job, how it affects you in yes. relationships. Yes. Well, I think that if somebody tells you, I do, I don't know, I'm a police officer, but I'm a rubbish one, then fine, you know. But I was going out, well, I was much younger. Yeah. I was only 17 and I was... Well, hang on, how old are you now? I'm 32. What? What? Honest, I am. Have you got some ID? 
<laughs> no. You sound about 15. Uh, do I? Well, that's a compliment. Thank you very no, much. No, I take it as a compliment. It's, yes, okay, go on. Um, well, I was, I was going out with a chap who told me that he was uh, a really good stand-up comic. Yeah. And, uh, and you, you, you're naive, you're vulnerable. Yeah. And uh, I went along to one of his gigs, and we were already going out at this point, and he was so rubbish, uh, it was embarrassing. Yeah, that's the, th- that's the thing, the embarrassment that you feel. How did you cope with that? Well, it just it made me question everything. I thought to myself, well, if he thinks he's a great stand-up comic, he probably thinks he's great in bed. He probably thinks he's a faithful lover. He probably thinks he's, he's deluded. Everything's a fantasy. If he tells me he loves me, how can he possibly? Because if he thinks he's a great stand-up comic and he's the worst I've ever seen, then there can't be any honesty in the man. He's just uh, stuck in fantasy. It wasn't me, was it, Rosie? <laughs> no. OK, I've got to go. Thank you very much for that. 0870 More of your calls after the latest news. Thank you. Do you remember the song? I don't know who did it. it might have been Rod Stewart. Ooh, ah, I lost my bra, I lost my knickers in my boyfriend's car. Do you remember that? And you'd have, like, kids of, like, eight singing that. I remember uh, being eight. And kids singing that. Ooh, ah, I lost my bra. I lost my knickers in my boyfriend's car. Was there another verse to that? It probably gets vulgar, actually. If it does get vulgar, I don't want to know what it is. Uh, but is there another verse to that? Um, I just, just was, Chris kept singing it when we were doing the news. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. What have we talked about? Welching on bets. We, we know where the term welch comes from. It's when, uh... Uh, like, bookies or people in the old days would lose a lot of money, so they'd run to Wales. Um, can you go out with someone, if you're, you're madly in love with them, but they're rubbish at their job, to the point of it being embarrassing? Uh, and some guy phoned in who wanted Wanda's phone number. We don't do that. We, we're not allowed to do that. Uh, and also, Wanda may be a munter, for all we know. Nice voice, but the rule generally is, nice voice, ugly face. That's how it works with the 15 women I've met through doing this job, you know. Uh, but I live in hope. Ben is in, uh, uh, Harrow, I assume that is. Hello, Ben. How you doing? How you I, doing, Ian? You I'm, okay? I'm all right. I'm, I'm just starting to get a bit of a headache, but I'm fine. Oh, well, well, forget the headache for now. Okay, yeah. Right, Ian, I've got a point to bring up with you. Yes. Now, how can you even contemplate dumping a girl because she's rubbish at her job yeah. if she's fit? Emphasise on the fit. Because surely that's your answer to any slide, snide comment, any funny remark from any of your mates is, but she's fit. That's a- it. Any that's comment could be... And she got some pair of melons. You can drop that in. Um, you could do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's a... Uh, like pair of melons. Pair of melons. Pair of melons. But if she... But if she's... The thing is, the if she's so bad at her job... Yes, you could sustain a six, seven, eight-month relationship with someone uh, just because they're fit. Um, have you ever been out with a fit girl? Like, really fit? <laughs> I, I, completely out of your league. Completely out of your league. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then after about three weeks gone... A bit bored of you, actually. You're, you're a little bit boring. I have done that. I have gone out with a couple of girls who are <laughs> hey, way out of my league. The other way around. How do you know I don't get bored? What? What do you say? They get bored of me? No, you get bored of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. Because they're so person. beautiful. I've been out with a girl, a, a, a couple of girls, one in particular, who was so stunning, so sexy, uh, uh, and it's fair to say... And she got some pair of melons. Lovely. Way out of my league. And after three weeks, I just thought... Do you know what? There's no connection here, man. This isn't happening. <laughs> it's all a bit boring, and, uh, you know, I'd rather go up with someone who's a bit plainer. Not right. ugly. Not ugly. 
That would be stupid. Right. Uh, now, I have, I have been out with those sort of girls. You know the sort of girls who spend too much time on themselves oh, like and don't that. think about oh, well. anything else? For instance, what is <laughs> any of these beautiful women that you've been out with? Yeah. Have you never... Mm, you know, you're, I don't know, it might be a certain time of the day, you're just feeling a little bit fruity, a so, oh. um, bit of ladies and gentlemen. It's, oh, my hair, my makeup. No. Now... I don't, I, I, don't, I don't feel fruity anymore. I never feel fruity. I'm too <laughs> old. What do you mean you're too old? You're a young lad. How old are you? 32? 30, 33. 30, 33. Ian, you're a young boy. I certainly don't want to have sex in the daytime anymore. I used to... Sex in the daytime is for like 17, 18-year-olds when you're horny all the time. Now, no, it's just an inconvenience. Me. You've you're got... me. Now you're making me think you're old because it's only old people who make if a If I have sex at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it means I've got to have a wash, a shower, I've got to make the bed, I've got to... I can't do that. Right. I'll have it. I'll have it. Ian, Ian, only old people make appointments to have sex. Oh, we'll meet up tonight at about eight and we'll have sex. No, you're meant to go when you feel it, man. What is wrong, Ian? I don't want to feel it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like feeling it anymore. Oh, Ian, no. Very rarely. When I go to bed, I'm too tired. I don't want to do it. I do not like doing it first thing in the morning. Now, that's unpleasant. Uh, It just, you know. Ian? Yes? First thing in the morning, last thing at night, through the day. Any time when you're feeling fruity, man, you've got to go, Ian, man, what is, come on, Ian, you're a young guy. You're a young guy, young guy of the world. Like, come on, you should be, you should be in the game, as they say. Yes, I've, I've lost the dice. Oh, my God, you've got to pick it up again. Yeah, well, pick it, Ian, man. Yes. Come on, man, you've just gone, to, you, come on, man, I, I, I had you so high on my estimates. Ben, I know, now, you've just, I know, I, I've let you down, I'm sorry, Ben, I've, I'm going to cut you off because I can hear a man just... His whole image of his hero, me, is collapsing in front of him. But that's the way it goes. Iris is in Hartford Heath. Vampires. The mystery of the Aztecs. And she got some pair of melons. Now then, now then, now then. I ain't got a trumpet, but I'm gonna blow yours. Hello, you. Energy. Short men are horrid. Thank you, Iris. I'm still there. She's li- la- la- you're laughing in the background, are you, Iris? And then she puts the phone down. Oh, no, she hasn't, Iris. You've not put the phone down yet. Oh well, let's 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 cut her off because we could go insane waiting for. What was that? Was very very peaceful, very peaceful. I actually had to clutch my hernia. It was that peaceful. David! Hello, Ian. Hello, David. Peace, peace. Go on, give us a quick one. Early night or a lie-in? What, what's best? Yeah. Lie-in. Good man. Yeah, Good definitely, man. definitely. What, Go to bed late. What about duffel or potatoes or cauliflower cheese, baby? <laughs> what was the first one? Duffel or potatoes. D- what? Duffinoir. Doff- Doffinoir? Yeah. What's that? 
come on. Uh, is that is that mashed potato? No, 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 no. It's layers of potatoes on uh, like in cream with a little bit of garlic. I'll have that. The joke. I'll have that over cauliflower. Cauliflower cheese, baby. Beat the cheese, baby. Cauliflower cheese is rubbish. Do you know what cauliflower cheese is made of? It's, it's just, no, I've no idea. It's just cauliflower with cheese on top. I'm joking, I never knew that. Boy, so you never told me that. rubbish. You never told me that. Uh, anything else, David? Uh, no, thank you, not for now. <laughs> I've got to say, it's really been an odd show today. After spending the first... And I hope you're writing this down in your blog. Start sending your blogs in now. We've had a couple in. Could do with some more, because the ones we've had in so far haven't been great. Uh, what have we talked about? Well, the first hour, we did a whole hour about betting in a letter. And then I lost five quid bet. Now we're talking about going out with people that are out of your league, going out with people who are rubbish at their jobs. And for some reason, we're talking about cauliflower cheese. Send in your blogs before six o'clock to ian at lbc.co.uk. We'll put the best one on the LBC website. So what you got for me? Good afternoon, Ian. How are you? I'm fine, Roy. Good afternoon to you. Um, just want to chat a little bit about this, your perception on um, well, people being bad at their jobs. Yes. Not being likeable. Okay, no, I didn't say that, but carry on. Well, something, something along that line. But no, 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 it wasn't along that line. I was, I was asking the question, could you go out with someone who's bad at their job? Well, yeah, there are some people that do. Yes. John Prescott actually got someone to go out with him. Uh, well, there you, there you go. You, yes, but he's very successful. Well, wait, he, he is. Yes, he's bad at his job, but he's very successful. He's deputy prime minister, for God's sakes. Exactly, but he's still bad at his job and managed to hold two chicks down. Uh, did he hold them down? Is that, I, I didn't read the details of the, uh, uh, uh the, the incident. That's what, uh, yes. Uh, yes, uh, you, 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 well done there, yes. Satire is, is alive and well and living in Stratford. Uh, Andy's in Kings Langley. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. I want to know what you mean by out of your league. I mean, they were just far sexier, fitter and more beautiful than I could ever have hoped for. Yeah, but how can you compare yourself to someone that's like that? I mean, it's each their own, isn't it? What what does that mean? Well, basically, I mean, you can't reach too high, I suppose. But I did reach too high. Well, how? That they were out of my league. How? So we go around in circles. You're surely putting yourself down, aren't you? No. Everyone rates themselves in their heads, like marks mm-hmm. out of ten. Uh, and you always aim for people who are similar uh, ratings to you. I'm seeing someone now who's slightly above me. Uh, well, quite a bit above me, actually. But uh, I, d- uh, years ago, not well, a while ago, uh, I went out with a girl who was just much more attractive than me. Was was like She looked like a model. Uh-huh. So what would you rate yourself as, then? About a six and a quarter. Mm-hmm. And what's the current girlfriend now? Oh, I can't answer that on the radio. Yeah, but how can you rate yourself? I mean, do you go by success in your job? No, you looks, in looks, in looks, entire, entirely in looks. looks. Entirely That's on really looks. That's really shallow, isn't it? No, everyone does it. Everyone rates, rates that. Everyone has a, a vague... Uh, uh, everyone puts themselves uh, on, a, on a scale of what they look like. It's a psychological fact. You can look into it psychologically, but it, it's a fact. Uh, and they go out with people who are similar, uh, ratings to themselves, generally. Yeah, but I look at it a different way. I think about, like, personality as well. If you're looking at, right, like, yeah. really gorgeous women, you're saying about some of them are boring. Most of them are boring. Right. Because all they care about is their looks. Right. If you look at someone who's like, uh, excuse anyone that might be offended, but fat and dumpy, right. they're my fantastic personality. I mean, I go for quirks, personally. I right. mean, you might see someone that's not 
that attractive physically, but they've got something about them that just draws you to them. How generous of you. But no, but everyone, but, but I'm not saying that personality isn't important. In fact, I'm saying personality is important. Mm-hmm. But it's a league thing I don't get. The what? It's a league thing I don't get. Because you're not listening. I don't understand what you don't get. I've explained it to you in several different ways. What, 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 it's looks. Looks, man. Some people are better looking than other people. That's obvious, yeah, isn't I it? Un- I understand that. Right. I don't think you're rating yourself that much, mate. Well, I'm not, but I, I'm rating myself six and a quarter. That's where I put myself in the, the great scheme of, of looks in the, the one to ten. One being the lowest, ten being the highest. I'm not a ten, and I'm not a one. Yeah, but why do you say you're six and a quarter or six and a half, what have you said? Why can't you give yourself, like, an eight or a nine? Because, uh, because realistically, Andrew, I'm not an eight or a nine. But who's saying that? I am saying it. <sighs> but realistically, I, a nine, I would say, okay, a, a nine, I'd say, is, uh, Jose Mourinho. I'd say he's a nine. I'd say Duncan Ballantyne is, is about a, a seven and three quarters. I'd say Brad Pitt is an eight and a half. I'd okay. say Elvis is probably a nine and a half when he was, uh, in 68. Right. If you had to save the world and be gay for 20 minutes, would you go with yourself? Um, that wouldn't be gay, though, would it? That would just be onanism. Or mutual satisfaction, yeah. Well, it wouldn't be mutual, because there's only one person involved. True. Okay, and then self. Yeah. Uh, and he's an idiot. That's why I've just cut him off. Took an absolute guff. Still, it's good fun to listen to, isn't it? Someone sent me the entire lyrics to Ooh, I lost my bra, I lost my knickers in my boyfriend's car. There's, there are, like, verses to this. There's about a dozen verses. Uh, there's, 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 one that's clean. Um, trying to find one that's clean. Um, where's the one about Timbuktu? That was quite clean. No, I probably, probably shouldn't read any of it, actually. Mark is in the city. Good afternoon to you, Mark. Hello, there. Hello, Mark. Animism, you can't beat it. What? Animism, you can't beat it. Well, no, all right, come on now, steady on. We've got young. Luckily, your line is so muffled, none of the young ears would have heard what you were saying then. So we, I think. Oh, we've... steady on, steady on. A lot of young ears would have understood it anyway. No. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think you had to know right on your bone. You said about sex being too much hassle to have in the afternoon. Oh, it's a pain, isn't it? it yeah, as you get older, it def- yeah, it definitely is. Definitely. Is. I remember being seventeen, eighteen, and wanting to do it all the time. All the. All, and all the time I was... Oh, hang on a minute. So I've got the phone. Hang on. Hello, Nick? Yeah, I'm... I'm, uh... I'm on the radio at the moment. Oh, sorry, mate. OK, right, there we go. Well, I'm on the radio, so we... we well, I'll call you back later. Bye-bye. God, blimey. Did we dump that? We dumped that, did we? God, blimey. Mark, all right, Mark. Oh, blimey, O'Reilly, O'Reilly. <laughs> that... We did dump that, did we? I, I tell you what, that's the name he has for me on his mobile phone. God, hell's teeth. I know that's a dangerous game to play. Uh, Mark, okay, Mark, say no more. You would have heard what happened there. Yeah, I'll But do. let's not, ref- let's don't refer to it because we've just dumped and I, I'm... No, that, that's fair. Very... Yes, no, uh, that's the name he has for me in his mobile phone. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Right, so let's, let's tread very carefully as we now have no delay and if, if anything happens I will lose my job. So. Uh, good boy. It, it's, sex, uh, in the afternoon, it's, uh, 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 when, when I was a young man, I wanted to do it all the time. Nowadays, it's just a chore, isn't it? Absolutely, and the thing, the trouble is, the, the chore I like it most is when I'm out in the cab. Is what? Is when I'm thinking when I'm out in the cab. That's when you're thinking about it most? Exactly, yeah. And what? then come the weekend. Yeah. You know, forget about it. Yes. 
Uh, Mark, listen, I- I'm going to move on, because we are- we're on slightly uh, dangerous waters here. I think we're safe here with Mario, though. Hello, Mario. Hello, Ian. Be very careful, we have no delay. And I- we normally, I-, I wouldn't take calls when I have no delay, but I trust you, so don't- No worries, man. That's crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, but... with me, you give you- your hands is safe. Have you had any condensed milk for a while? Yeah, man. I had condensed milk the other day in my Guinness punch. <laughs> Good lad, there you go, you see. <laughs> yeah. Listen, yes. Ian, I just met this amazing grungy chick, man, Shorty. She, yeah. her, all her face was pierced. Yeah. Man, that looked like pain, but it looked good. You, you found that sexy? Oh, yeah. Because I want to know where else you got pierced. Oh, right. Now, steady on now, for goodness no, sakes. No, not in a bad way. I had to take a photo of her face, man. It was like, wow. And she did, where did you meet her? Down Bayswater. All right. And she, she, you just said, can I take a photo of your face? Yeah, please. Wow. And, and she let you? Oh, yeah. I think she was American or something. Yeah, oh, in, in that case, she would do, wouldn't she? Yes. Yeah, American. She had a Batman hat on as well. What's a Batman hat? Like, one of them, with a Batman, you know, with a Batman, like, figuration, you know. So she, I just thought, you know, and, you know, she was all in black. Proper grungy girl. A, fr- a fruitcake? I don't know about fruitcake, but whatever, like... You know, there. Um, I'd love to like know what what's up with all this piercing stuff. Like. I don't. I don't get the piercing. I don't find it. I, I find pierced belly buttons um, quite sexy. All right, then. Well, check this out, Ian. The thing is, is right. Yeah. I don't usually find it attractive, but the way how she sectioned her face, her two cheeks, her chin, her, her tongue, uh, her under, just under her uh, her lip. Her uh, eyebrows, the whole face was pierced, so she actually did, like, a little pattern there. But, you know, it's, it's painful, but it looked good. Because I said that to her, you know, is it painful? She said no. I said, where else you got? She goes, most of her body, where you can think about, it's got piercings. And I just thought, you know what, let me take a snap of your face now, because I need to see this again. I'm- and I just took a snap, and she was like, oh... Cool. You know, I was right. like, oh, cheers, man. I mean, I'm grateful for the photo, because I got to straight to my friend. Did you, did you, uh, did you get her number? Nah, man, I ain't going there. No, you want to go to the I would have loved to, but, you know, you know, I got misses and that, so I can't really just... No, you can't, you, you can't know. really sleep around with girls that nah, have got piercings. Nah, nah, just, nah, nah that's disrespectful. Disrespectful, Mario. Yeah, man. Okay, well, listen, thanks very much. You're welcome, Ian Lee. Oh, always good to talk to you. No problem. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think you've ever said my full name before. He's gone. I don't think he's ever said my full name before. Which was kind of odd. Okay, we're all we're all in the clear. Everything's fine and dandy, which is groovy. Okay, uh, that's why you don't have phones on in the studio. Simple rule that you learned first day of uh, radio college, and uh, there we go. Okay, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number. Coming up, the five thirty eight daily correspondent update. Don't forget to send in your blogs. Thank you. If you just Okay, I don't know what that means. I've had some very weird emails. The blogs are coming in. Keep them coming in. We'll pick the best blog uh, by six o'clock, at six o'clock, uh, and it'll be on the LBC website um, shortly after that. So uh, email it in. Your summary, your view, your opinion on today's show, ian at lbc.co.uk, and we'll put the best one on the LBC website. Your chance to get your words published on what is one of the world's greatest websites. Show. Okie dokie. Let's go to Wesley on the Motorway 20. Hello, Wesley. Hello, Ian. How you doing, mate? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <clears throat> Couple of points. Yes. Um, first of all, sex in the morning. Yes. Yeah? 
Totally agree with you, 100%. There's nothing worse. It don't matter how fit your girlfriend is. Yeah. A face full of wake-up breath first thing in the morning just no. isn't appealing. Well, when I was a young man, I used to love it. Now, no, can't be bothered. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, uh, fit people who are crap at their jobs. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, the way I was looking at it was, if you've got someone who says they're a singer, for instance, yeah, yeah absolutely blinding to look at, yeah. and then one Saturday you're watching the X Factor auditions, yeah, this and is your birds this is on there making a right pig's ear of it. Yes. You know what I mean? You're not going to be able to look at them without laughing ever again. This is, ex- this is, that's a much better, I wish I'd had you on uh, an hour and a half ago when I first brought this up, because <laughs> that's a much better way of putting it. Yes, of course. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the X Factor auditions, and they're awful. Yeah. You're not going to be able to say, oh. D- they're what? one of them contestants that you wonder how their mothers let them out of the ass. And, and they're going to you, oh, watch it, because I'm really good, and the, I can't <laughs> believe he didn't let me through. And you watch it, you see that, and it, I was good, wasn't I? Um, no. Yeah, that's one of them questions that you don't even bother answering. Just pick up your car keys and walk. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, exactly. Right. And the, the final point, the one I actually rang up for, you know, we, you were talking about this post office hold music? Yes. Yeah? I mean, I don't know about this post office hold music, to be honest with you, mate. I think there should be a mandatory law that all companies across the board should have one piece of old music, and that's it, and it should be Donovan's First There Is A Mountain, across the board. Really? That's it, yeah. I, I, I should warn you that after a while, guess what? First there is a mountain. <laughs> then there is no mountain. Then there, there is a... It gets a bit annoying. First there is a mountain. It does. Then However, until no I listened mountain. to you, I was never aware of it, and it's kind of been stuck into my head for the last sort of three months of listening to you. Oh. So... Well, th- we'll, we'll see if we can make it a law. Wesley, thank you for that. Barry, sing along. First there is, there is a mountain. Then there is a stream. First there is a mountain. I can't hear it any... It, it's finished oh. now, it's finished now. He's can you turn it up? Here we go. First there is, there a, is a mountain. Then there is a uh, does this say a stream? No, let's, let's, no. It's gone again. Yes, don't worry, it's stopped. It we, we've stopped it now, Barry, it wasn't really working. You finished? Yeah, uh, yes, I think we have. That's it. Yes, right, what can I do for you, Barry? Oh! Ever been out with someone who's really beautiful, but awful at their job? No, I've been out with someone whose breath smells. Okay, that doesn't really... You know, that man was saying, I find it very selfish. You know, some ladies, they don't have breakfast, you know, things that make... So we have to suffer their smelly breath. (laughs) You know, it's all very well losing weight, but I don't want want the skin peeling off my cheeks. You know, when I told you... Do you know what I mean? Do you have sex in the afternoon? Don't be disgusting. I've only got my tinkle to curl up with mid-afternoon after, well, mostly after Gardner's question that's, time. That's your dog, is it? Yes. yes. Okay. But, um... Ever, uh, ever Welsh yes. on a... Be- no, ever... ever no, you stay- speak first. Okay, yes. thank you. Have yes. you ha- yeah. Have you ever Welshed on a bet? Have I ever done what on a bird? Welshed. Oh, welched on, on, welched on a bet. <laughs> Never. No, there's uh, there's something. It's an old-fashioned phrase now, but it's called honour. Uh, so I was just yes. honing about nothing in okay, particular. Because we've got a lot of calls to get through. Yeah, no, just, uh, it'd be nice to see okay. you inside of Christmas. No, that's not going to happen. 
the party. Yes, the twenties. Oh, yeah. Good. Can I remind everyone? Thank you, Barry. Yeah. Last week of me doing this show before Paul Ross and John Holmes take over. Brilliant week. On the Monday, we got yeah. um, uh, Stephen Murdoch from ISO oh, Solutions yeah, talking yeah. about. Uh, gadgets and wheeze and all kinds of things like that for Christmas yes. should be really useful. Tuesday we've got Igor. Yeah, regular, nice. very regular caller. Yes. Wednesday, another not quite so regular caller. Doesn't call in that often, actually. Yes. Eduardo playing yes. foreign cut, music. Cut to the chase. Yes. Thursday, Frank Sidebottom. Yeah, nice. And Friday, we've got a lot of regular callers and some of the funnier listeners yes. coming into the studio to yes. be on the air. So, yeah, it's just the one that my neighbours died. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I'm lonely. Yeah. Could I come? No, no. Uh, my son won't come. No good, I don't like Dave. I have fun at a party. No, the thing is, I, no. I've got a Joe Lost cassette. Mm, not really uh, appropriate. I, I can bring booze. We've got not having any booze in the studio. Uh, you'll be sorry. No, I won't. You'll be happy if I come. I won't be, we've got uh, enough duffers as it is. It's time of year. No. Season's greeting. You can listen on the radio. Goodwill to all men. Exactly. I like you. I'm not so keen on you. You like me. We've got a lot of people emailing in. Margaret's in hospital. I'm not. You should go and visit her that day. She's having a bit of trouble. Yes, with a her... fun. No, it's not happening. You will not. Right. What? Please. Barry, I'm not right. Okay, several things. We've the, the listeners we've asked in. And I'm not. I'm not revealing the full list until the actual day. But the listeners we've asked in yes. are, are very entertaining people. They I'm can, funny. They can tell good stories. Yes, yeah, so uh, can I. Uh, and we have our quota of old duffers. Yeah. Oh, babe. Sorry. Let me come. No, I'm gonna listen, Barry. This is embarrassing for everyone. We're late for the update, so I'm gonna have to cut you off now as we do the, the five thirty-eight update. Okay. It's time for the daily 5.38 Daily Correspondent Update. Brought to you every day. Daily. Hi, I'm Annabelle from the Woodford, the Supercars and Kids Intervention Correspondent, and here is my update. In 2007, I'll be going to the Oh, dear. Oh, hold. Hello? 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 Sorry about that, Annabelle. Uh, bad signal. Never mind. Uh, it is noted you did. And on the last day, we'll be having an award ceremony for the best correspondents as well. Uh, it's Primani! Hello, Ian! Hello, Primani! Oh, it's been a long time. A long, long time ago! the best to, to last! Yeah, we've got anyway, a, yeah, we've got a really good call coming up after you, so, hurry up. Anyway, I've got a couple of questions. Yes. Right, you, you do telework. Uh, yes. Do, do women have dog breath, or anyone, when they're facing you and they talk to you, do you think, oh, God, just please get this over Celebrities? With? Dog breath. Do you mean celebrities, though? Anyone, yeah, anyone. No, you know, when you're talking to them, you think, gosh. Women who work on TV all smell magical. Yeah, but what do they use? I've, I've got to know this, because I watch it on telly. You look at Eamon Andrews and people looking in their face, and you think, God, 
hang on, Eamon Andrews died about 15 years ago. Well, you know what I mean, I've watched that many years ago, but do, do, do these people put things under their tongue, like a smell, or...? I, yes, they put, they put a little drop of nice, of pretty smell. Do you yourself? N- uh, no, I just brush my teeth and chew chewing gum. I looked in the mirror just now and I thought I was 0.7%. Oh, mate, I'm sorry. Anyway, I've got quick one more question. OK, Prime Minister. I've done a bet with my friends. Yes. And I said to them, I, I bet you £150 that me, Veranda and Graham will be on your show on that day. Right. On the 22nd. Right. What do you mean, on the show? You're not, you're not oh, coming yeah, in the... party. St- you're not coming in the studio. But no, but you, you're surprised. You said it's a surprise. What's a surprise? You know, who's going to well, be the surpri- there? Yeah, the surprise isn't you. Oh, well, why not? Because you're not coming in. Why? All right, okay. Right, I'm not having anyone else phoning up. I am deciding who comes in on the show, okay? No one else is. Uh, and we've pretty much decided we've got one more person we're trying to hunt down, and we may need to give them a call. Maybe we can, can we give them a call tomorrow, perhaps? We can do that off air, can't we? Mark is in the Chessant. Hello? Oh, I looked at the clock and got excited because it's nearly home time. Hello? Yes, Mark? Hello, I'm, I'm first phone caller. Hello, Mark. Hello, I've been listening to you for ages. Thank you. You're wicked. Thank you. What can I, I do I for you? To, I wanted to talk to you about um, how um, you think women may be really, really pretty, but then, like, they'd be uh, really crap at their jobs. Yeah. I wanted to say, well, they could be, but then if someone said to you that they were really, really bad at their job, you'd say, yeah, but they're really pretty and I'm going home with them. But it depends how bad they are at their jobs. As, as, as the, the fella just said before, if the, they're a singer... And then you watch them on the X Factor auditions, and they're one of those mental women yeah. that, that sounds like a horse with diarrhea. Then you would be embarrassed to go out with them, wouldn't you? That's true. Yeah. yeah. But you, you'd still be the one going home with. Them. It'd be all right for like two or three months, but you couldn't marry them, I think. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Fair enough. Anything else, Mark? Uh, no. I just wanted to say that you're really good. And hey, listen, man. Thank you very much for calling. Call again. Thank you. Cheers, fella. Bye-bye. Nice people today. Lots of nice people, which is good. I've just had a flood of emails coming in, so during the, uh, upcoming news, I'll, I'll just have a quick look. look. Line four, you're on the wireless. Who's that? This is Ian. You're on the air. Oh, right. Um, it's Denise. Denise, I've got to go to, to the I ads. I just want to say something very quickly. You've got ten seconds. Okay. I've known men like you before. And I find you shocking what you've been saying. Excellent, thanks very much. Hey, okay, so, got, uh, this is, uh, wow, this is brilliant. This is genuinely brilliant. You could win, what? A thousand pounds a day, plus a brand new Sam- Samsung, let me get that right, Samsung D900 red phone, all this week with Nick Ferrari at breakfast, weekday mornings, uh, from seven. Uh, and it, very simple. Very simple as these things often are. The simplest things work the best. Nick will read clues to something luxurious or valuable. Well, this is written badly, but I think I think I get the premise. He'll read your clues to something that's quite expensive. You've got to work out what he's talking about, and you could be a winner. It's all with the Samsung D900 Red, the phone that has a three-megapixel camera, MP3 player, available exclusively at the Carphone Warehouse, ladies and gentlemen. Dave! All right, Ian. How you doing, bruv? I'm all right. I wish that weird woman would call back, because I don't know what she was banging on about, but we'll see if she does uh, or not. She was off her alarm, mate, wouldn't she? Oh, uh, well, that's that's your opinion. Thank you. Yes, yeah. what can we do? Oh, yeah, I was talking about, like, you know you are talking about having a partner who's, right, who's right, stunning, but they're thick, or they, they embarrass you, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what about someone, if they, you, they embarrass you, but you earn a lot of money? Like, they're what do you mean? They're going to stay with you, aren't they? What do you mean? Well, look at someone like Mrs. Joel. 
she stays with her husband, doesn't she? And he earns a fortune. What, Billy Joel's wife? No, no, no. Martin Joel. You know, he's rubbish at his job. Who's Martin Joel? The Tottenham manager. Oh, how am I supposed to know about that? Oh, no, I'm just saying, he's rubbish at his job. How? But she must stay with him because he earns a lot of money. And he's not a good-looking bloke. Just like Peter Beardsley was an ugly man, wasn't he? Sorry, I was just bashing a pen repeatedly there. Really nice pen, I've broken it. Really nice pen and I've actually broken it. That's vandalism. That's vine- mindless vandalism. That's vineless mandalism. Mandalism is when you just smash up mandolins and you don't care about it. Mandalism. I made that up. Uh, qu- uh, is it Quentin? It's Quentin. Quentin? Yes. Hello, Quentin. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Good. Uh, can I just say, uh, I share your uh, feelings in regards to football. I don't see what all the uh, fuss is about. It's rubbish. I didn't understand a, ma- a thing that last man was <laughs> it's, saying. It's crazy. I mean, I, I, I live in East London and they end up fighting with themselves if they can't fight with the opposition. Because they are fools. <laughs> fools. I phoned up to, uh, to just uh, give you my support in people stating that, you know, you, don't, you shouldn't judge people and things like that. That's not true. You do it subconsciously, whether you want to or not. Of course. You know, and um, just on a little bit of information, when I was younger, uh, I used to have bad acne and things, couldn't get girlfriends and all that, and um, I went on to, to get a good career, and now uh, I'm about to get married to the most gorgeous woman in my life, and I just don't feel that I'm sort of her level, but, you know. What, what, my, what's your ranking out of ten, and what's her ranking? Uh, I'm probably a six, and she's probably a nine and a half. Oh, you've done well, sunshine. <laughs> you've, I, I'm definitely, uh, uh, the person I'm seeing at the moment is definitely a couple of points above me, definitely, probably a bit more. <laughs> but you've done well. That's a, that's a, that's a, a full three points. Yeah, yeah it, is, but, it is a big difference. Quentin, but... listen, I'm going to move on. Thank you for that. Wow, I'm envious. A lot of emails coming in. We've had a load of blogs. Um, let's just quickly go through these. Oh, there's another blog. We'll put that in there. And we'll have a look at that. Uh, I, I might choose these after the show because there, there are a lot of these to get through. I wasn't doing that, Paul. If it sounded like that, I can only apologise. Um, Steve is in the city. Hello, Steve. Hi, how are you doing? I'm, I'm fine, yes. Excellent. Well, I just want to tell you about my ex-girlfriend. Beautiful, blonde, blue eyes. Uh, amazing girl. Scandinavian. Right. She couldn't hold a job. She just, you know, she was so stupid and so clumsy all the time. She would take about two weeks to three weeks in a job, and they would fire her. I was a manager at Dunkin' Donuts back in America. Oh, I love Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts, just unbelievable. Too bad they don't have it here, but I mean, anyway. No, they, they don't. A, yes. Anyway, they have Krispy Kreme here. Krispy Kreme, is, Krispy Kreme is nice, but the experience of a Dunkin' Donuts, I think, is good. But yes, Krispy Kreme is, is excellent. Yeah. Anyways, I was a manager, so I said, well, I'm going to help her out and give her a job. The thing is that she was so bad, yeah. I had to fire her, and I had to, you know, I had to actually do that in a very bad way in front of the other employees. And you were with her at the time, were you? Yes, I was dating her. I gave oh, her the job. You sacked right? someone you were going out with. <laughs> Jeez. But I had to, or, you know, otherwise, it would be me. Yes, of course. Because that would be my job, yes. and I had to fire her. Yeah. So I did fire her. I stayed with, we actually stayed together for three years. And she never ever got better in keeping a job, and she was. Just what was? Clumsy. What did she do that was so bad? Well, uh, she couldn't think. You know, like uh, the kind of person who just. 
Yes, son, son of yes. You know, the kind of person who just, you know, who just can't put things one after the other. Yeah, and, she's uh, stupid. You know, I, she was stupid. Yeah. yeah. So she would drop coffee all over the clients, you know, yes. and uh, uh, she wouldn't, you know, give, you know, take the order straight. And that's, that's, that's just one of the bad things she did. But anyway. But she was fit, though. She was beautiful. Yeah. We stayed together for three years, and, um, you know, she actually dumped me. She at dumped you. <laughs> yeah, she dumped me at the end just because um, you know I, I I think that she was you know she was starting to think that she was too good for me, which is not true you know. But you know I I, I still think today she was amazing as a person, yes. but in her job she was unbelievably bad. Steve, you know, and that, stay with her for three years, but you worked out you know. Steve, listen, thank you very much for that excellent uh, stuff. No. Good to hear, good lad. I couldn't work out exactly where in America his accent was. I should have asked him, but, uh, didn't. Uh, hello, you. Hello, you. Hello, you. You are a gorgeous, good-looking, handsome, brilliant the picture there. Muppet. And you know what the Muppet stands for? No. I liked your picture, the one before you had right now. What? On your MySpace site. Oh, oh yeah. It's the one with, with me and Frank Sidebottom. Oh, no. The one with yourself. Okay. The one before that. Oh, yeah. The gorgeous-looking man. Oh, all right, steady on, back but off. Definitely an eight to nine. Oh, get out of here! Can I tell you where the Muppet stands for? Go on then. You idiot! You speak about your age all the time. You should just end your life today because what? Kill myself? You, you told me you're talking about. I'm old all the time. Maybe since about a year, I hear that all uh, the time. I am. I'm thirty-three. And that's rubbish. You're not a coffin dodger. I'm thirty-three years old, Tallulah. Yeah, but. You, that's just a stupid age, but if you repeat it, that it will go into your subconscious and you definitely will uh, program your computer, which is your brain, to be out. And that you, you're going... So, Lula, give me two minutes to work out what you've just said. <laughs> Hello, you. I haven't said that for ages. I haven't said that for ages, have I, Habiba? No, you haven't. I used to, say that, I used to be almost my catchphrase, and I don't do it Hello, now. you. Hello, you. It started uh, off in the early days was, Hello, gang. How, how gay is that? It's not gay. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, anyway. Right, uh, Tallulah actually got me thinking. Oh, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. I know you're a man that appreciates honesty, and I, I'm not, I do not mean to offend you or be rude in any way, shape, or form, and I hope this doesn't but... you know, change our uh, friendship. You are not ugly, but you're not attractive. In my opinion, what makes you attractive yeah. is your personality. That means I'm older. Yes, the older, uh, that's ugly. You're not ugly. All you're right, well... about a six. But your personality is so good six and so it's brilliant that it makes you about an eight. No, I, I think, right, I, I'm, saying, I'm saying six and a quarter, and I'll stick by that. Uh, but I think I'm, uh, in, in terms of looks, I'm an acquired taste. Your personality is what's right, going to win keep, the girls going, over. Keep going back. Uh, your personality is what's going to win the girls over. Yes, you're, yes. Not, you're not ugly. No, but... And your teeth aren't as bad as you think oh, they are. I've got horrible You're teeth. not balding, you're not going no. grey, you're not zitty. I'm going uh, grey. Are you? I'm very. Uh, yeah, I'm, if you get if you look close, I'm getting grey, definitely. Yeah, but that's nice. A little bit of grey. Oh, great! Yeah, a little bit of grey is good. If you watch me on Frank Sidebottom this week, uh, you will see a bit of grey. Uh, do you get that free on Sky? Because I don't have Sky. I have Sky, but I don't have. Yeah, you should get it. Two o three on the Sky. It should be on on their free. Right, I think. I'm gonna check. Oh no, it's not Sky. I've got I've got digital. Whatever you call it, cable. Uh, it, it's on some of the other ones, but I don't know the numbers for the other channels. But I'll have a look for it. But who knows? You, you are attra- what makes you attractive for the last time is your personality. But you're not bad looking. Habiba, you sound like a bloke. So, 
Uh, there we go. That was fun. That was maybe a bit harsh on me in the end there, and I apologise uh, to anyone offended. If you missed the show today, it sounded a lot like this. Line two, what do you want? Ready. Oh, can you go back on a bet by shaking hands? I don't think you can. The only reason someone would go back on a bet is because they think they're going to lose. Hello there, fella. You ain't diddling too well today, are ya? Easy. Easy. We're talking about welching on belts. AMFM, Mr. Ian Lee, stroke Clive B. Care of team James O'Brien and Nick Farrelly. Just to tell your English long legs, busty blonde bimbo, no brain call, known as regular caller, all your sexy, tall and short, no bald, big belly belly Nick Ferry. <laughs> it's my delight on a Friday night in the season of the year. They've all been duff at their job. They've all been duff at the job. Duff, duff at their jobs. I've got Barry Manilow in the back of the cab. Barry, can you stop it, please? He's in the back singing Cobra Cabana there. I'm on the phone to Ian Lee. Cauliflower cheese, baby. I'd love to do your feet. That would really calm me down. What? Excuse me? <laughs> I'd just love to get hold of your feet. Oh, sugar. Do you know, hang on, do you know what you've just done? No. You've just lost me a fiver, Alex. Oh, fuck. Yes, that's what's happened. That was the show. It was all right. Thank you for that, Lady Alex. Good work there. That was uh, Alex in Paris, who I, I didn't win the bet that I could do a, sustain a whole hour d- talking about this letter because he ended up talking about Paris and confusing me. Okay, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. That's the telephone number. It's Triple M, Mix Mental Mayhem. Uh, Thirty minutes of your calls going straight to air, unscreened. Seven second delay. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. As soon as we come back from the news, we're going to go straight into it. So no messing around. See you after this. I've just been having a fight with my producer over a chocolate in an advent calendar. Uh, I said we get straight in there. Let's do it. Line three, you're on the wireless. Ian, I hope I didn't upset and offend you. You didn't offend me, and I hope I didn't offend you. No, of course you didn't. You're only messing around. I just, I no, get, I just no, I didn't want to upset you. Of course you didn't. No, no, you didn't. I don't sound like a bloke, and you know it. The other thing is, aren't you going away this Saturday for your dirty weekend? It's not a dirty weekend. I'm going away Thursday evening after the show. Alright, uh, just uh, be careful, yeah? What, what do you mean, use condoms? Well, yeah, of course. Well, I'm not going to be getting up to anything like that. Oof. Uh, six, you're on the wireless. It's Gaunty again. Now, Ian. Yes, Gaunty. If you want to be number one, you have to start bashing all the illegal immigrants. Okay. That's why I'm the number one, number one talk show host in the world. Okay, Gaunty. Thank- Any other advice? Oh, no. Okay, well, thank you very much. Five, you're on the wireless. Hello, Oh, it's Graham. Merry Christmas to you, Graham. <laughs> And Merry Christmas to you as well, is. Let's play, should we play some Christmas, um... I thought I had more Christmas. I had a whole Christmas fo- folder, Chris. Where's the Christmas folder gone? Probably stolen it, wait, 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 I'm talking to you, Chris. That's all I could find. There was a whole folder of Christmas clips. Two well, I'll thousand check it out. years ago. Hey, you'll, you'll like this song, Graham. Listen to this. You'll like this. I it's, probably won't, Jen. You It's about your man. Two thousand years ago, Jesus walked this earth... He was such a nice person, we still celebrate his birth. Christmas is here again. La 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 la. Long live, long live Christmas. Um, Hello? What, Graham? He came back in 52 as well, eh? (laughs) 1952? They they don't talk about that, do they? No, it doesn't get mentioned so much, does it? No, eh? No. Ugly people, though. Yes. Don't feel bad, Ian, if you're ugly, Ian. I know you're ugly, Ian. I, I don't think any less of you, Ian. No? But 
two years ago, and when, when I was younger, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've, I've never had that problem, and you know, yeah. always pulled the chick then. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, when, when we were younger, we used to put the ugly kids, uh, put them in a pen and poke them. Yes. You know, you used to a community spirit. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. But poking kids. Uh, do you agree with that, do you? Ian? No, I don't. I think it's disgusting. Why did you laugh then? I wasn't laughing. Is that, is that, have you done your bit? Have you done your point, Graham? You, you've done it now, have you? That's it. That's all you wanted to say. I just don't think it's appropriate. Right, I'm cutting you off. No. I'm for you on the wireless. What on earth are you insinuating? Are you, what? Are you, ins- Chris, are you insinuating something? Because I can smell burning. Nothing. <laughs> yes, I heard that bit. I can smell burning. Is someone insinuating something? Anyway, wh- why what? I heard you've been spraying pussies with water. Cat, I, I, yes, okay, right. I'm spraying cats with a water pistol. I haven't yet got a water pistol. It's a very lazy one, isn't it, doing the pussies. Meaning cats, lazy, you know. We can do better than that, London, come on. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello there, Sharon from the Highlands. Oh, you mucky pup, yes. Even though I'm back. Well, you can be in the mucky pup at the weekend. And I'm not going to be mucky, I'm not doing anything m- vaguely mucky. I don't like mucky, it's boring. Oh, you could try. No. Anyway. Yes. Two things. Yes. I love that, yes. Anyway. Yes. Um... The Grinch Christmas movie, the yes. best. Yes. And number two, can you play some Frank Sidebottom Christmas carols? Oh, uh, I haven't got any Frank Sidebottom Christmas carols here. Where are here. they? Uh, well, they're at home on a CD. Oh. Uh, what I can play, though, is... Oh, where's he gone? How does the alphabet work? Um... That's no, that's... No. No. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh, it's Frank's world. December the 21st, he's coming in. I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to ring up and ask him something. Let okay, me. dude. He's, and he's playing a gig at the Bull and Gate as well, which I can't go to, unfortunately. But, um, he will be here on December the 21st, so that will more than make up for it. Four, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes. Um, Paul Ross is taking over your show now. That's correct. Um, Paul Ross is really nice. Well, I know I went to school with Paul Ross's son. All right. Yeah, it's quite, that's quite interesting fact of yes, the day. Well, fan- fantastic. Thanks for that. Line five, you're on the wireless. Hello? 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 Wow, we had to wait 30 seconds to, to hear Rehab by Amy Winehouse. Why was the long pause? I like this song. Hello, Bill. Hello, Paul. I'm listening to it. I put the phone down. I like that song. I might get the album. Is the album any good? Rehab, I said no, no, no. I'm gonna take me down to rehab, I said no, no, no. That's a good impression, isn't it? Chris, you do your impression of Amy Winehouse. Go on. Oh, no. You didn't move your lips then. Was that you? Yeah. Alex, do your impression of Amy Winehouse. No, no, no. I said no, no, no. <laughs> hey, that's the Christmas game. Go on, Chris, what you got? All together. No, no, no. no. We've got a new game. Amy Winehouse. Quick, let's have a quick game of Amy Winehouse. Quick, the bus is late. Let's play Amy Winehouse. Uh, for you on the wireless. I don't think fair trade products are very fair. Okay. Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. I missed it on Friday night, and it was you on Becky Walsh. 
Uh, I was, uh, I, she, yes, yeah, she gave me one. Well, was you, you were on Becky Walsh's slot, was you? Were you using that slot, was you? Yes, I was. I got a reading from Becky Walsh on the Psyche Show. It's not on the podcast, and I love complaints about that, too. So, if anyone's listening who's connected with that show, if you could, like, put it up on the podcast, it'd be about wicked and stuff, innit? Line one, you're on the wireless. What, what about FM 97.3 VHF? Oh, I like this one. Where are you putting that? VHF stays the same. Oh, well, that's good, isn't it? Super. Super. I'll just have to learn it all again. 261-1151-2... No. What's the technical oh, term? Code. Sorry? The new location code you use only in the trade. Um... You can't still be an inch from Radio 3. An inch from Radio 3? No. Well? Just down from Radio 1, actually. <laughs> just down... That's how they used to plug us in the old days. Just down from Radio 1, actually. Oh, we've got uh, tw- till 20, is it? OK, we'll have uh, one more. Uh, line 9, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Ken Livingstone here. Hello, Ken. We've got 20 seconds. Am I getting an invite to the Christmas party, Ian? It was not actually a party. I don't know why the term party Ian, is being bandied around. I don't around. get one. I will be taking corporations against you and the company in the morning. Thank you, Thanks Ken. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, it's not actually a party on the 22nd. It's just some people going to be in the studio. That's all. Okay, we'll have a quick breather. If you're calling, save your fingers. Put the phone down. We will come back to you. Excuse me, I nearly puked up then. Uh, after we've had a little bit of this. I've not been in the studio for any point when I'm supposed to be on the air. It's awful. Okay, let's dive straight in. Line two, you're on the wireless. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The kingdom come, thou will be done on earth as in heaven. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, line five, you're on the wireless. Anything in cause as well. I'm listening in cause. What? Five. Okay. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Yes, bro. Hey, it's line five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I lost a bet. Yeah. Uh, what bet? Right, listen to this, yeah? You might know the answer to it. I'm a bit out of breath. Okay, what have you been doing? Well, you'll hear in a minute. Right. Uh, I was in, uh, I was in Hyde Park, innit? Yeah. And, uh, they got, like, toilets there, and some guy, like, he looked really posh in that, so he must have had loads of money. Yeah. He said to me... Oh, God. Right, he'll give me, like, 250 quid cash... Yes. ...if I can come up with, uh, like, if I if you get 10, to, 10 plus 10, but the answer's not 20. Right. And then if, if I could get another answer that would be right, then he'd give me the money. Right. But I lost. But do you know what, the, what is the answer? I don't know. Uh, 10 plus 10, but not 20. Oh, uh, no. What? I know what's happened. What's happened? Uh, what? Uh, he's a div. Oh, uh, I'm, go- I'm going home. I'll see that. Did you steal the mug? Have you, have you mugged someone? What? What? <laughs> what was that about? I haven't got a clue what that was about. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, um, this is Wanda. I called earlier. Oh, hello, Wanda, yes. I'm not a munter. People sound like I'm, I'm like a, a version. I, I look a bit like Carol Thatcher, maybe a bit plainer than her. But, um, I, got to, I want to sing you a song, yeah? Okay, yeah. <clears throat> um, um... 
We three kings of Orient are Bearing gifts we're travelling far Fields and fountains, moors and mountains Following the wonder, wonder star Star of wonder, star Line two, you're on the wireless Um, hi Bye uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, this must be the music that was close was banging on about. Well, this isn't the postbox music. A finger of fudge is just enough to give your kids a treat. That's what that is, isn't it? Is that the finger of fudge music? What? A finger of fudge is just enough to give your kids a treat. It's full of Cadbury's goodness and very small and neat. Finger of fudge is just enough to give your kids a treat. You don't know that then, though. No? Huh? Embarrassing. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Ever since my chicken left me, I've had no eggs for tea. What? I'll have to go to Sainsbury's to see what I can see. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Yeah, Carol Thatcher is a munter, so anything less than that is a double munter. Okay. Uh, line ten, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello, Ian. Hello there. Um, this is Molly Coddle here. Hello, Molly. I'm so pleased that Ken Livingstone rang you last night to say he was increasing the congestion charge on bicycles. He's, he's rung me again tonight to say that he I wants to... I heard him, yes. I heard him. And I'm so disappointed you're not inviting him to your party. Well, it's not a party! I heard you have a party. No, it's not a party. What is it? It's a, it's just people coming on the air. It's not a party. No party. Well, why can't Ken come on? No, no party, no Ken, no party, no Ken, no party, no Ken. Line four, you're on the wireless. I love Ian Lee on 97.3 Cos he's a cool dude presenter And he hits the spot for me Oh, I love Ian Lee on 97.3. Yes, he's the coolest presenter on London's LBC. Hi. Burley. Maybe this will fix it. Knacker Burley. I can't, there's nothing on Burley. No video input, please check signal on Burley. Your loss. Well, that's not my loss. The thing is, though, we've got to fix it, man. Ah! All the screens went blank when I did that. The two, these two are back. But the... Oh, I've got to fix it, though, because someone could delete my Burley folder. Chris, come in here and get on the floor. Look, look, watch this, watch this. Watch the screens. 
What's he doing? It's, it's not working now, hang on. That's not helping. <sighs> really out of breath. I gotta go under your desk. Good lad. That's what I was hoping for. Oh! Get off! Sorry, let's try and get my microphone. Oh! You stink. Get on I've got picked that up. I've dropped it. Um, line eight, you're on the wireless. Yeah, I'm fed up with this Ghostbusters two thing that we got going on. So I think I'll, I'll play a bit of this. Do we have to monitor? Right, it's no video input. Please check signal. Checking the signal. What are you doing down there, man? Just unplug it and plug it in again. Come on. Oh, Come on, I'm stuck. Still not working. No, get off. No. T touch the screen, because maybe that'll fix it. Touch the screen. I don't know what we, uh... Because we can't leave Burley open. No. Is anyone from engineering in the building? I'm going I'm to click Burley and see what happens. Oh, no, nothing. <laughs> is that is that me or is that you, Alex? Uh, do I? I can't get it to work. But yeah. I might have deleted everything. Well, stop clicking. Yes, line eight. Oh no, line eight. You're on the wireless. Ian, how do you think hemorrhoids should be called asteroids? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, line <laughs> two. You're on the wireless. Uh, why did Blanche pull out? Of what? Out of your show. Didn't you hear her last night on Adrian, whatever his name is? No, Anthony well, Adrian or whatever his name no, is. No, I've not heard that. Well, Blanche has pulled out. She wants somebody else to take her spot. She doesn't want to ruin the magic of radio. It's she doesn't tough. Want to... It's tough. She's contracted to come in, so she has to come in. She won't come in, I'm telling you. Tough. Well, we'll have to go and force her. Yes, line 10. Ah, oh, Ian. Guy Magic Fingers here. Hello, Guy. Hey, mate, that, that was a nice bit of radio, you trying to fix your screen. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's completely knackered. All I did was, was d d dance a little bit to Daydream Believer, and the screen is knackered. The thing is, if we leave the screen like this, there's a danger that my folder could be deleted. So Chris has to fix it. Get engineering. Is he still under the table? No, he's leaving now on a strop. I don't know why oh. he's stroppy. All it was have you got Have you got Barry's Christmas songs in your Christmas folder? I've got two of them. Ah, excellent, OK. But and, I can't uh, get in there now. Ah, excellent. And, uh, another thing, Frank Sidebottom is coming in on my birthday. Don't try and think that that's gonna remind me so that you get presents and stuff, <laughs> you fool. <laughs> well, big, the big one, the big 5-0, are you looking forward to it? Oh, you cheeky monkey. There you go, you see. And finally, line five, last call of the day. I say no, no, no. I said, no, no, no. Oh, Bobby. 
Should we have gone by now? This show is completely f- if he 